man, these people be fucking with you. I think it's cause niggas order everything on the menu. I know my friends do when we go to the restaurant, niggas be talking about, you got any pork fried duck? Some chopped suey chitlins? I got one friend, he always orders biscuits and shit. You got any biscuits back in there, motherfucker? I'm gonna slap up this chopped suey. I ain't leaving shit. The nigga drinks the hot mustard. Name David, he just drink the mustard, Jacob. Yeah, this shit hot, but ain't like in Louisiana. Chinese people bring a bill to your ass too. Right? You say, $48 for what? You know, and they always get smooth. Yeah. You have two lots of papers. One imperial soup and if you really don't understand, they send that stuttering motherfucker over there to explain to you. You just throw your money out to here, motherfucker. Take some. Leave me the fuck alone. I wanna take things slow. Don't don't disrespect about. LL like that, man. He's a, he's a legend. Listen, Dave, it's episode sixty five here at a Cruise Control, and you know how we do. I'm the boy Dev Cruz. Sitting across from me is the boy Dave Cruz. Dave, what's up, man? Talk to the people, man. Hello, everyone. Uh-huh. I love all of you equally <laughs> and the same. That's what's up, man. Yeah, I just feel like I just feel like I want to talk about equality for all. Okay. And um. <clears throat> I love everyone. I would love. I would date everyone. Yeah. If I could. At the same time. Just at different times. Everybody <laughs> get a little bit of dating. Um, I just feel like I just want to tell everybody I love you. Like, oh, that's what's up. What's up? What's on your What's on your heart? Just, I just, I, you know, I feel like in a loving mood, and and I don't hate anybody. Nah. Um, I love every like, every person, <laughs> every every gender, every. Nationality, okay. Um, educational level, all right. Socioeconomic status. Ooh. No matter where you are in the world, uh-huh. I love you, and I would date you all. That's what's up. You would date me? Yes. Thank you. I needed to hear that, man. That just brought up my day here on episode sixty-five of the Cruise Control, bringing up everybody's day, man. 
I'm glad to hear it, Dave. I'm glad to hear you're in a loving mood because we got this episode, man, that's going to make everybody love us, man. Everybody fall in love with the cruise control yet again because we bring in the jokes and laughter and the fun today, David. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I always think how happy you had to be to sing that. <laughs> like, you know why I love that, uh, that specific uh, sounder is because that was the beginning of the song. Like, it was the beat was three seconds in. <laughs> that means and he started off like that. <laughs> that means the first set of drums instantly got him in that mood <laughs> to say that note. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Yo, when that drum come on at any any black function, what's happening? You already know what it's hitting for, bro. <laughs> All the old heads appearing out Every of Every old head come out. It's about time to cut a rug. That's really a party. That's, that's like a, when we do a top five party starter songs. Yeah. <laughs> you already know right now what's my number one. And what, and what, and then what's your number two, John? I know many guys can know. Can no make it. Yo, we... <laughs> We gotta acknowledge, like, if a song starts off, You're right, like that, with energy, it's usually a boppy, right? That's a that's a any if any aspiring artist listening to us right now, make sure your song starts off on a good foot, energized. I know many guys can know, can no make it. That's too much energy. And then what? You, like, is there is there any other song that you would have like on that, John? Like any other song that you could think about, like off the top of your head. Like that come with energy or something like that. Ah! <laughs> That's not even a song. That's just a, a noise. <laughs> um, you just gonna eat graham crackers in front of me, dude. <laughs> Yo, listen, man. This boy never know how to start a riff on the show. Dave, like I said, episode 65 of the Cruise Control. Like we do every episode, we gotta go back in the time. And talk about episode 64's top five, which was the top five gawkiest reality TV shows of all time. And Dave, the battle was close. Shall I say it was so close mm. that it was a tie? It was a you, tie. Are you serious? I'm dead up. Like an actual for real tie? Yeah, unless somebody texts oh me during God, the show yo. or during the, you know, call us during the show or something and kind of break the tie. That's pretty much Yo, somebody got. call us right now. <laughs> That's pretty much what we got. As you're listening, I don't care if you're listening on Wednesday right. or Friday uh-huh. or two weeks from now. Call us right now. <laughs> and tell us who won. And vote. From what I see on Instagram, mm-hmm. um, Sasha voted for me. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Thank you. Why you always give my voters the low value, man? Why my voters don't get the high for the happiness? Who else voted for you? Uh, TJ <laughs> um, Shout out to Gab <laughs> I can't hear nothing <laughs> And shout out to La Monica on Facebook. All voted for you? All voted for me Who voted for me? Um, um, Callista voted for you Isaac voted for you. (laughs) 
Um, who else voted for you? J- the boy Jake voted for you. Ah! <laughs> who else? And Christian voted for you. <laughs> I can't believe this. Yo, he always put the volume up for his people. Nevertheless, wow, so it was a so great a, it was a tie. A, it wow. was a straight tie. Okay. And um again, voters, we appreciate you for voting. We appreciate you for listening every episode. Who who was it? Somebody gave uh, their own top five, which is what I asked for last yes, week. Yes, yes. Um Christian gave a top five, and then Isaac also called us like not called us out, but put a few shows in there of himself. He said, um, the mass singer we did not put up there. Right, right, right. We should have right. thought about the mass singer. Pretty uh, pretty Gaga. Yeah. And Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. <laughs> that was a good one, Dan. That was a good one. Lady Gaga. Thank you. <laughs> singer. Christian said uh, he's, his top five was number five, Room Raiders mm. on MTV. Oh, that was definitely a Gaga show. Room Raiders was trash. Because what was, what was the premise of that, John? Um, they would just go in and raid your room. Like just to see what was in your room. <laughs> yeah, that was that's a that's a, that's a classically Kaka John. Um, number four, next on MTV. Next was terrible. The dating show. He said they literally. Won. It was like pre Tinder Tinder, like yeah. swipe right, swipe he left. Said, he said they won like thirty dollars for deciding on the person they wanted to date. Number three, anything that has to do with Honey Boo Boo, the little chubby joint. Oh, that's uh. What, what what was the originator of that yeah, Honey Boo Boo thing? What was she on, right? Wasn't it like the toddler Tiara Jones? I think so. I think that was it. And then Honey Boo Boo thing was like a spinoff. Mm-hmm. And then the mom got famous off it. Yeah. It was just, it was just a <clears throat> pure caca. A, a big <laughs> big Texas uh, white pure people. Pure caca on my butt <laughs> was that show. Number four, uh, number two, The Flavor of Love. Uh, No. Can't agree. You like The Flavor Iconic. of Love? Iconic. You like it? Yeah, like why? Like imagine twenty Johns vying for the the love of Flavor Flav. That's trash. That sounds pretty trash to me. That's hilarious that he even <laughs> pulled it off. Like they should get so much credit for even pulling that off. Well, if if you disagree with his number two, I know you're not gonna agree with his number one. Mm-hmm. The one and only Jersey Shore was his number one. Oh my god, I definitely don't agree with that. <laughs> Christian is down. Peter's down. <laughs> Why you don't agree? You mess with the Jersey Yo, Shore? Yo, Jersey Shore was a classic, bro. I used to literally sit there every week in anticipation. Fried. Like, <laughs> like it was American Idol. <laughs> for real? Jersey Shore was so hilarious, it was bro. That, it was like that for you? Juice Head Guidos. <laughs> yeah, Gorilla. Jim Tane and Laundry. Gorilla Juice <laughs> A grenade. <laughs> All grenade work. Yo, the... the <laughs> Come on, man. Some of the most classic TV moments in history happened from there. They had when some- they wrote the John the letter yeah, by just writing a, a words on the screen and they left it up on the screen. Oh, yeah. That's it. That Ron was with a John <laughs> last night. Ron put his, his face between a cocktail waitress's breasts. <laughs> and he was kissing this other girl all night. <laughs> we just thought you should know. And then Ronnie really was out there rumbling. Every week, there was a rumble on the boardwalk. <laughs> he really was at the boardwalk, rumbling. In Jersey. <laughs> like at Wildwood. At Wildwood, rumbling in front of the, uh, where you get funnel I think it took place at Seaside Heights. Was Jersey it Seaside Shore Heights? Yeah. That was the worst, that was the worst uh, Jersey Shore to go to. Seaside Heights used to be nice back in the day. Seaside. It was a nice, like, kind of family-friendly spot. Uh, if you, it, if literally, that's, and that's part of the, the, the ridiculousness of Jersey Shore, that it totally flipped 
the opinion and like perception on Seaside Heights. It used to be a family friendly destination. Right. Now you could get shot there. <laughs> is that how it is? Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite part of the Jersey Shore? I'm eating um, cinnamon crack- graham crackers, by the way, y'all. Yeah, stop eating cinnamon graham crackers. No, on you the can't show. tell me what to do on my show. <laughs> Come on, man. We're trying to give the people a good episode. Do you have a favorite um, beach on the Jersey Shore? Nah, because they all got green water. <laughs> I can't deal with it. Dad, what? Are, why are you so bougie? <laughs> I don't like that dirty water, man. No, you too bougie for my uh, liking, bro. I like uh, I like um, Atlantic City because of the gambling. And stuff. Are you serious? <laughs> huh? So you're gonna come at your favorite is Atlantic City, dude? What's your fa- first off? Stop acting like the Jersey Shore is the Grand Prix. Like, <laughs> stop acting like this John is the, top, the top. Grand Prix. <laughs> I was thinking of Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> Even in Mario Kart, it's not Grand Prix. What is it called? Pre. What is it's P-R-I-X. Yeah, the X is like what silent. It's just silent and like salt and saucy. <laughs> I actually don't know how to describe what the X does in those words. It's like, duh. What? It's not Grand Prix. You ever seen like somebody say part duh and the end is a is a UX? Yeah. It's the same thing. So that's like a French John? I if I feel like it, actually. The French words is stupid. That's the French X. All right. Well, it's a it's a it's a it's the Grand Prix. Are you acting like Wildwood and all them places is toughly? Like them Jones. All right. You go there to to go on. There's be crabs in the water and stuff. Be at your toes. There be mad dirty people in that John. It's not. You can't. You can't tell me Atlantic City is your favorite beach. (laughs) But it's not. It's not. I don't go for the beach. I go for like the boardwalk and the and the and the. uh, I wouldn't go for that neither. Camaraderie. And the alcohol and stuff like that. I really feel like you could, you could get sick from being on a boardwalk. <laughs> so what's your favorite wildwood? You could get a chest cold. What? <laughs> what's your favorite wildwood beach? I mean, what's your favorite uh, Jersey beach? Jersey Shore? Probably, um, probably Grand Prix Beach. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe it's not Grand Prix. <laughs> I thought it was Grand Prix. Every yeah. time I play Mario Kart with my friends and with my family, I didn't say, yo, what Grand Prix y'all trying to play? <laughs> nobody nobody corrected me. Because everybody was embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> it was like when you got spinach on your teeth, but you're not around no real friends. They just let you talk with spinach. You go in the bathroom 20 minutes later, you're like, dang, I had spinach in my teeth this whole time. Oh my but you don't God. eat spinach. You only eat chicken tenders and fries because <laughs> you're a kid. <laughs> Just because I don't eat spinach Don't you mean a I'm a child. child No it don't Yo everybody listening Dev does not eat anything that uh, Anything a 14 or up person would eat <laughs> I don't like vegetables like that That's the only reason you say Dev that. only eat nuggets that got a shape to them <laughs> They gotta be shaped like a dinosaur Or a crab or something like that <laughs> I eat the uh, lion graham crackers. You don't eat. They, I eat the let, lion go, uh, the lion animal crackers because they give me courage. <laughs> that was terrible. Uh, just to prove it further to the people listening, Dad, let me ask you a couple questions. Do why, you like ketchup? Why, why are we doing this? Do you like ketchup? I don't like ketchup. Okay, childish. <laughs> ketchup is nasty. Do you like mayo? I I I can't I tolerate mayo now, so I'm gonna say yes. Okay, yar that he tolerates it. Yar. So <laughs> that means pirate. <laughs> so that means he only eats it in a couple things, and it's basically things that hide it. Right, all right, Métis. 
I eat it in a cheesesteak. What you eat? A mayo sandwich? Why you acting like you don't have? Yeah, I'll, t- I'll make us. I'll take two breads out. <laughs> I take two breads out. Spread mayo on them. You can't eat it like that. <laughs> no, that's because you a kid. That's disgusting. Because you a kid. You still eat fluff, the white marshmallowy substance. Oh, Dev, you're not about to slander fluff on this podcast. <laughs> You're going to flip the table. <laughs> I'll flip this table right now. Yeah, but fluff is childish, and that gives you cavities. All right, then. That's not true. I eat lettuce. I can eat mayo. Who gets cavities as an adult? You. That's childish. <laughs> you eating all that fluff. You got two no, cavities. because I eat spinach to balance it out. <laughs> I've had me some spinach, Dad. Don't let the looks deceive you. Yeah, but you eat spinach just because it's made for you. Like, you're the type of boy that don't deny food. So, if it's made, it's there. But would you rather have spinach or a chicken parm? But what's the problem in that? <laughs> it's because I know people that go out their way to eat spinach. Like, they look for spinach. You ever go to somebody when you're at, like, a cafe or something? They're like, <laughs> start pointing, like, the lettuce and the spinach look good. And I'm like, yo, they got cheesesteaks and burgers here. Why are you looking at the spinach? That's just where my mind goes to. I would never look at a salad and be like, I'm going to choose that over this. I'm never in the mood for a salad. You feel me? Do you eat salad? I do. But I'm not, I'm not, I, I don't like prefer it. Like, I, I, I'd rather not have a salad. <laughs> it's like the grand pricks of it all. Like, <laughs> I'd rather not. Because I'm not a turtle. So, like, why would I go ahead and eat all that lettuce and carrots and stuff? I just think it's stupid. Yeah. This boy perturbed, yo. You're a kid. All chicken finger work. <laughs> chicken fingers are fresh. His last meal when he get old is going to be a chicken finger platter. <laughs> Curly fries. Child. The Spider-Man. <laughs> I'm going to get the Donald Duck on the menu, Dave. Is that what you're trying to say? All right. So we tied. So we're going to have to figure it out. This top five. Who, who goes first or who gets to pick whatever. I think I should because I'm more handsome. But that's just that's just my vote. Oh, uh, we'll figure it out when we get there, dude. All right, bet. So what we got this week, Dev? Hit me with some. Um, What's up, Dave? Hit me with some pop culture updates, Dev. I know you be plugged in. Yo, you know I, be I know you keep your ear to the streets, streets, Dave. Listen, I'm so glad you asked for this, man. Because look, I I argue with you before. Hold on, I'm not even gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just. I'm gonna just bring it back like this for everybody, right? Right. I argue with you before, Dave. This is the best this song of all time. I argue with you on the we we had a whole podcast dedicated to this song. I got my driver's license last week. Just like we <laughs> hey, listen to me. I said this was the best this song of all time. There's nothing better than it. The, the, the as many streams as it's got on Spotify and Apple, as many times people have listened to it, this song has blew up all over the place when it first came out. I told you this is the best this song that ever touched planet Earth. You denied it, you and said. I told you that the John who fired back at her. What's her name? You don't even remember her name. Cause I don't, I don't keep up with this. <laughs> The Joan, I know who you're talking about though, because I remember. Cause she was name. older than her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She was. T- <laughs> she really fired her because she was older than her. <laughs> that was a classic beef, though. So, so check this out, though, right? But this is um uh, Olivia uh, Olivia Rodrigo, Rodrigo right? right? This is her driver's license. So, okay. so the I, the reason I say this is the best this song ever, Dave. Mm-hmm. As I explained to the cruise controllers earlier in the in the year when we, I mean earlier when we talked about this this uh, in particular song, mm-hmm. bro, 
This song was so lethal, it sent a person to the hospital, Dave. How many diss songs you know got people going to the hospital, Dave? That song right there. Listen to me, Dave. The song that she made, it was so quote unquote rumored. Mm-hmm. The song that she made this for was her ex-boyfriend, the boy named Joshua Bassett. As I explained before on the Cruise Control podcast, they were all on the High School Musical TV show. Mm-hmm. So that's how they met. She was dating this boy. Then he broke up with her. Olivia Rodrigo was dating, dating the Joshua Bassett. Joshua Bassett, right? Okay, what did, what, what did he look like? You got a picture? Oh, yeah, this boy right here. Okay, he, he's right. He's about to get slimed. He just, got just a just a just a studly young man wearing a turtleneck. A regular young boy, right? Yeah, right, right. So they break up. Rumor comes out that he's immediately dating the other John with the blonde hair. Right, right? he's dating that John, and um, driver's license comes out. Everybody saying, "Yo, this is about the boy Joshua Bassett." She just broke up with him. You know, the boy's a cheater. He 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 slept. You know, he went with the other John as soon as they broke up. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. People didn't hear from this guy, Joshua Bassett, for a while. Mm-hmm. Then he comes out on his Instagram and says that he was experiencing stress-induced heart failure when driver's license dropped and that he had to be admitted into the hospital because of it. Bro, this boy whole heart failed because people was chopping on him for what he did to my girl, man. To what? You know what they said about the boy, Josh, Dave? Peter is down. <laughs> Wait, wait. Listen he had a heart failure because of the driver's license. Because of a track. <laughs> this is a top five this track of all time, David. You can't tell me otherwise. Stress-induced health complications. Dave, oh, yo, this is weakling boy. <laughs> yo, listen. He said that driver's license. So he put on his Instagram. This was the worst pain that he ever experienced in his life. Because days after his, uh, he broke up with Olivia Rodrigo, she uh, put out driver's license, and this song was expect was a. Oh my gosh! Yeah, do you want to play the video? I know this. This is the boy. He put a video. So y'all, what we're looking at right here is the boy put a video of him in the hospital. He's in a stretcher. He right got now. the little um, nodes on his chest. Yeah. That that monitor your your heart. Uh, your heart functions or whatever. He don't got a mask on either, which you need a mask on in the hospitals. Yeah, what's up with him? Breaking all types of COVID protocols. You need it, though. Like, they mandatory in the hospitals. He could catch a sub-variant. Should I, should I play the video to see Go what ahead. it's all about? So this is the video that he posted on his Instagram. Let's see. Hey, Josh. Hi. You got this. <laughs> Death. What happened? To- <laughs> Get this out of my face. Hey, you got this. <laughs> this weakling, yo. You got this. A stupid little heart pain laugh. He better take a Tylenol, yo. You want to read what he put on his Instagram, Dave? Like a summer? He said, Welp. Not- <laughs> I'm pretty sure he did Welp. Not the first place I'd assumed I'd be on my Lee release day. The ER. Before you ask, no, it's not COVID. After an unknown, uncomfortable feeling turned into times 10, the worst pain of my life, I figured I'd just try to sleep. After multiple very, very ugly days and nights, I had no choice today but to be taken to the hospital. I'd like to say thank you for all the support on the song. 
I've been doing what I can to stay involved. <laughs> Had my first surgery tonight. <laughs> Gonna rest at the hospital and see what we'll, the doctors will see when they see in the morn. Much love to all, Joshy. Yes, the doctors here are the sweetest, most professional people in the globe emoji. They've made me feel very safe. PPS. According to the doc, I now have the medal for the sickest patient in the hospital. How cool. <laughs> sickest, like coolest or sickest, like he about to, he's really sick. No, like he's sick. Like he's tough? Yeah, he's just, he said it's so cool that he's the sickest kid in the, in the whole hospital. <laughs> I want to punch Bull so bad, respectfully. <laughs> Respecting his heart and all that? What is this? Oh, Sabrina Carpenter, that was her name. The other girl. Fire. The other girl. So as soon as driver's license were, uh, was released, he found himself. Joshua found himself at the center of a harsh scrutiny online with several fans calling him out for his treatment of Olivia. He remained uh, silent throughout all the songs and charts that she broke through with breaking every record in the book with this song. And um, he explained that in June, he'd experienced heart failure just days after it dropped, would push, which put him down with some stress. So his heart instantly failed. <laughs> Listen, Yo. I might have to agree with you, bro. If, if her jaw put your heart at risk, <laughs> she put, oh my gosh. Yo. She put his heart on the shelf, yo. Yo, and that's, that's you know, that's wild to me. Do you think like, in the moment, right, when she's writing this song, do you think, like, she's <clears throat> she's obviously writing it with anger. She's mad at the bull. But do you think she had in I mean, her I don't mind, think like... She, I would go as far as to say she wrote it with anger. She, she wrote the, that stupid... Uh, first off, first off that John is tough. Stop playing with but me. But she didn't have anger in the in No, the, the bull broke up with her for one of the one of the castmates, Dave. She was definitely sick. He broke up with her and started dating Sharpay on the show. What's up with that? So she was sick. So with that being said... She made this. Now heart he's the sickest in the hospital. <laughs> she made this heart failure. So cool. <laughs> I know my heart failed last week. <laughs> so she made this song. She made this song. Play, play me the song real quick. What driver's license? Come on, Dave Bob. I got you. And he was like, <laughs> start holding his chest. Ambulance. <laughs> Off of this, his heart starts skipping. He said, "Mi corazón." That's the noise his heart made when it. <laughs> nah, his heart said. Put a bull in the hospital. Listen, Dave, this gotta be the best diss track ever. I don't think you could argue with me on this. Yeah, I would say um, he was raised wrong. <laughs> oh, pure weakling. She really gave you heart failure over that nutty song. That like, song tough. Bro, you gotta step up. You gotta be bigger than that. Yo, he could Yo, this bull. Oh, I didn't even... Let's read into what he said. He I don't said, want to hear about this anymore. He said, I couldn't even stand up for longer than 30 seconds. She took his power of walking away from him, bro. <laughs> his feet, a podrillo, bro. <laughs> his legs, on spaghetti. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. He said, 
I felt my heart literally failing. It felt like I was running through the Grand Prix. <laughs> I didn't know it was Grand Prix, Dave. I thought it was Grand Prix. You, yeah, this boy You is. prick. <laughs> you a Grand Prick. He was diagnosed with septic shock, which is caused by a severe drop in blood pressure levels after an infection. While stress cannot directly cause septic shock, it can result in a weakened immune system, which makes you more susceptible to infections. And as a result, Joshua was told his illness could have been brought on by stress. What makes what makes you get static shock? He got a. <laughs> I don't know what static shock. How he got his powers? The doctor said if you hadn't checked within twelve hours, he would have died. If you hadn't checked in within twelve hours, you would have died in your apartment. It's wild that I was this close to taking another nap. Bye, guys. <laughs> Yo, that's. Over a driver's license? Yeah, he's he's officially top nut. He's an A1 nut boy. I tried to warn you guys. I tried to tell y'all. Driver's license is one of the best diss tracks of all time. And it wow. is. It is. I think that comfortably puts driver's license in the top five diss tracks of all time. Wow. Just wanted to bring that up. Give you a little something to think about. Let that be a cautionary tale to anybody ever want to come at Olivia Rodrigo. She will put you in the hospital. You already know what's happened. <laughs> Stress-induced heart failure off top. Better than ether. That's crazy. Better than no Vaseline. But I'm gonna tell you like this, Dave. Olivia Rodrigo might have had might might have the best diss track, but it mm -hmm. might be short-lived mm -hmm. because I know you heard about the beef this week. Between Joyner Lucas, which is a rapper, everybody, and MGK, a.k.a. Machine Gun Kelly. No, I didn't. You didn't hear about this this week? Dave, you hit me with the pop culture updates. Dave, listen, bro. Joyner Lucas was... Sound, I'm, I'm going to say off rip, though. This sounds like something I would never care about. You don't like Joyner Lucas like that? I really don't care about him coming out in social, like, social spheres and saying anything. So... Nor does the MGK ball. Yeah, so Machine Gun Kelly. So a lot of people might remember MGK because we talked about it on the cruise control when Eminem made that diss towards him called uh what was a kill shot and he basically ended his career. He had to switch to another genre of music. <laughs> <laughs> he switched to another genre of music after this. But um listen Olivia made the ball almost switch his heart. <laughs> heart genre. <laughs> That's crazy, boy. Really, let me stop though. But Dave, I'm trying to tell you, Jordan Lucas might have a better one. So the reason that this beef all started up was because Jordan Lucas called out the Lala Palooza festival. Lala Palooza. Lala Palooza. A uh, festival. Lala Palooza. A lot. This boy got something to say every time I talk. Dave, I'm just saying, I never heard of the Lala Palooza. <laughs> Do you see it? Does it look like say Lala? It says L O L La Palooza. <laughs> It says Lola, la, 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 Palooza. Okay. What do you, how do you say Continue. it? Continue. Go ahead. How do you say it? Just, I want matter. I want to hear how it said correctly. No, 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 no. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the la, the Lola Palooza. <laughs> but listen, for this festival, mm -hmm. he was upset because on the flyer that they came up with, Machine Gun Kelly's <clears throat> name was like, you ever seen the flyers of a music festival when like Eminem performs so he has the biggest bubble letters? Right. The festival flyers, they typically list all the artists that are performing and the bigger your name is, the bigger act you the are. The bigger act you are, correct. Like in terms of font size. Yes. So 
MGK's name was one of the biggest on the John, and Jordan Lucas had the Times Roman twelve font on the on the flyer. Yeah, eight font. <laughs> Somebody handwritten in at the end. So listen, he was sick, and because- his letters was all spread throughout the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the flyer search his letters. And- figure it out so he was sick because what that means and he wrote it in his tweets was that he was going to get a smaller stage with less time right while machine he was going to be performing at the front entrance <laughs> as people was walking giving in giving the tickets getting um, winded down for weapons <laughs> the boy was performing at the concession stand <laughs> and machine gun kelly had the main stage right right so Jordan lucas went on a rant on twitter saying that he declared himself the biggest uh, independent artist after Tech 9 and then he took a shot at Machine Gun Kelly during this uh, rant. Mm. So he said, you got this goofy-ass N-word mm-hmm. headlining. How, Sway? And then he shared a picture of Machine Gun Kelly and then he went on to say, what my brother Marshall did to this N-word is light compared to what's waiting for him if he walks down the street with me. Ain't, no, ain't nobody worried about this N-word who paints his nails with the emo- the nail paint emoji. <laughs> <laughs> so he was perturbed. Look at this pic that he put up of Machine Gun Kelly. Oh my gosh. He definitely got his nails painted. And his tongue is tattooed and all his black. His tongue is black. What he ill? Why is his tongue all black? His, I remember this. His, uh, his girl did it too. What's her name? Megan Fox. Megan Fox. They both had black tongues. To symbolize what? Black hole tongue. <laughs> Black hole tongue. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, so he Dave, was tight. <laughs> so Dave, uh-huh. the beef gets funnier. The beef, the beef abrues even better. So the very next day, this happened on Thursday. On Friday, he deletes the tweet, and his first tweet after deleting that, deleting those that Twitter rant was. Russian hackers <laughs> hacked my account. Death. <laughs> Joiner Lucas blamed the Russian hackers word for word. Them damn Russian hackers done hacked my phone yesterday. SMH. What a crying emoji. Fans. Huh? Go ahead, go ahead. You got, go ahead. You got something to say. Peter is down. <laughs> Are you gonna blame? I didn't even know Russia was hacking. Yeah, they out here hacking everybody. You he said get... them damn Russian hackers. Mm-hmm. Ain't they fighting a war? All I would say is why? If the Russian hackers was hacking anybody, they wouldn't hack Jordan Lucas' twelve point font name on a flyer. They gonna right? They would have hacked the biggest name. <laughs> they would have hacked Machine Gun Kelly. They not right. gonna hack him. They can't even find his name on the flyer. <laughs> so listen, he tweets, "Damn Russian hackers done hacked my phone." Then fans start calling him out. They're like, yo, bro, stop blaming on Russian Fraud and right. Right, you fraud. So he goes on to say, a lot of people are saying things about me, lying, crying, and complaining. When, S- when shit don't go my way, a lot of comments telling me to work harder, stop being emotional. You know what? You're right. I have a history of being upset at certain things and taking it to social media. I own that. Part of being a man is admitting when you effed up. I be getting frustrated when I feel like the underdog all the time. Maybe I ain't put enough work in. Maybe I think I'm a bigger artist than what I actually am. Maybe you're right. I own that. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on to say, as far as Machine Gun Kelly shit goes, homie ain't have nothing to do with my rant. Just got caught up in the crossfire of one of my bitter moments. 
them that's some sucker shit to come <laughs> to come at him for nothing. I own that and I apologize. I ain't perfect. I'm growing every day. I can't deny that sometimes I come off as jealous asshole, but that ain't the case. I'm a fan of these people and I think I've been the underdog for so long that it made me feel like I deserve certain shit. But who the F am I to determine what I deserve? Sometimes I got to check myself. He keeps going. I don't want to keep. Yeah, please stop. I don't <laughs> care about none of this. So he's having a whole like open hearts session with himself. So it goes on. He just apologizes. I, is this to the Russian Gun- hacker still? <laughs> I'm still. I'm confused. <laughs> he goes on. He apologizes to Machine Gun Kelly. He said he did nothing to that. He he said um he he did nothing to deserve that. That wasn't on him. It was just him, be, you know, ranting. And then he said he ended off by saying he still thinks he's the biggest independent artist in the world. Um, with the exception of Tech Nine and Russ, who cares? Stupid little name, Lola Palooza. <laughs> See, look, Lala, Lala, Dave, come on, L A L A, Lala Palooza. That's what I said. Lala Palooza, and that's what I said. Oh, you said Lala, cause I mixed the A and the L. No, cause you went like you said it weird. Yeah, I really Lala don't like you. <laughs> you make me want to fight you. <laughs> Who, who do you think is uh, Who do you think is right here Well Machine Kelly didn't even do anything <laughs> I, I do, do kind of feel Jordan Lucas though yeah. Like I don't even know a Machine Gun Kelly song Yeah the John What John ah! Oh he did this song I know many guys can know can no He did the John Remember he switched to rock and roll Right. He did the John. He said, never made it as a wise man. <laughs> Couldn't cut it as a rapper neither. No, I think that was um I think that was um three three doors down. He, I think he did the other rock John that you know. Oh. You remember. Uh, never made it as a wise man. <laughs> you only know one rock song. <laughs> Couldn't cut it as a poor man's <laughs> I feel like real rock and roll heads though, they'd be like, that's not rock. Yeah. Yeah, because like you when know. you sing Creed and stuff like that, <laughs> Creed is tough. What you talking about? No, I feel like people who really listen to rock, they'd be like, "It's not even rock. That's commercial BS." Creed is tough though. With Real the, rock is uh, with arms wide open. Is it twelve inch skulls? Twelve inch nails. They're the best. Metallica, <laughs> paint our tongues black. No, I, I I I agree with you. He, I don't. I think Jordan Lucas is a better artist than Machine Gun Kelly. I mean, I get why he's upset. Yes, going to socials. To put your your feelings on there, yeah, that's, that's childish. A one nutboy stuff. Him and Joshua Barrett probably <laughs> sat down and wrote that together before they went into heart induced heart failure. <laughs> Joshua Bassett, <laughs> but he is technically right. Like if it's a re if it's a, a music festival about recent music, at least Jordan Lucas is like still relevant in. Hip hop, pop culture, whatever. Like Machine right. Gun Kelly, really. I don't even think he. They said he does rock, but I don't even think he really has done that all that much. He just like kind of became rockerish. Yeah, yeah. He's not really. Like he started just wearing all black stuff and painting <laughs> his tongue black or whatever. Well, that's what it was, cause, cause I mean, dating the John. Like he's famous for dating Megan Fox right now. That's true. That's all he's famous for. That's true. And she bad. Unless I'm missing something. No, and can he, you pull up a Machine Gun Kelly new song? Like, yeah, of course. A recent John? Of course. This is this because I don't I don't even know like what he's. I, I really think he's famous just for dating Megan Fox nah, currently. He so this rock and album, he used to be a name when Eminem was coming at him. No, he, this rock album that he came out with was tough, 
right? And mad people love that John. This is his most famous song, My Ex Best Friend with Black Bear. This is this got 471 million views. You know my ex, so that makes it all feel complicated. Yeah. It all seems complicated. I read those texts that you sent to yours, but I'll never say it. Yeah. I'll never say you walked in my life at 2 a.m. Cause my boy's new girl is your best friend. Act like you don't see me. We'll play pretend. You didn't even let the beat drop. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even let the beat drop. What we got next? <laughs> hey yo, Jerry Chestnut. <laughs> you know what? You know what? Just real quick before we move on to the next topic. You know what's crazy to me? Mm-hmm. I remember seeing this boy on like the BT Cypher. Right. When he was like all black on that. And he's like sniffing and all that. And he's rapping. He's like, and he rapped with Kendrick Lamar. And he had a he had a bunch of Jones. Like, I remember that. Like, what happened? Like he went from that to this? It's like reverse um <laughs> post Malone. Like, I don't know what happened. Because Post Malone started out as like a folk singer type boy. No, he did White Iverson. No, no. Before that. Oh, really? Post Malone was like a failing folk artist. He used to sing song like folk songs, oh, and he real? was singing, singing, but he was trash. Then he redefined himself, and he started doing like hip hop, and he started doing like he was like a dirty fat white bull, <laughs> and that stuck. So he just all of a sudden became hip hop famous. Dirty fat. <laughs> and though he looked like he stink too. <laughs> A dirty, fat, stink white boy rapper. Right. And then that stuck. And then it was like White Iverson. And then he did that one John, which has one of the best beats I ever heard. Which one? Uh, um, you talking about the John? Uh, Rockstar? You said that. You think that's one of the best beats? Yeah, that, that John is definitely tough. Didn't our cousin say that his uh his homie made that song? Right? The boy Tank? Uh, I don't know. Remember? Because I remember him telling us that he said... uh. He, he said, because the boss says tank in the in the beginning of it. Listen to the DJ name when he drop it. Tank God. I've been fucking hoes and popping pillies, man. I feel just like a rock star. This song is <laughs> when my homies pull up on your block, they make that thing go grata ta ta. Switch my whip, came back in black. I'm starting saying recipes of Bon Scott. I forgot that beat is quite a treat. That's crazy. That beat is actually tough. So they just, yeah, they did like reverse osmosis of each other or whatever. <laughs> Every action has an equal opposite reaction. That's crazy. So Machine Gun Kelly. I don't remember a song that he did that was tough when he was a rapper neither. Machine Gun. He's not. His name should be Mad Little on every flyer. <laughs> I remember. His Unless B- it's like Megan Fox flyer. Remember his BET freestyle though. His BET cipher. Yeah, he was in the BET cipher. 
He was in the the double XL. He was one of their freshmen. Right. He was like Cleveland. He did a joint. Oh, he did. Yeah, with Big Crit. Remember and play it. Yeah. Let's see. Let's let's do the compare and contrast. In my crooked slay that been killing me since eight day. Yeah, me and Ryan go way back, way back. Time machine flow when I was swinging and riding. If you went ripping for your people, then you look These other people gonna fry him. So this is for those who don't know, this is Machine Gun Kelly before he did this bullshit with the rock star uh my girlfriend's ex is complicated or whatever. Yeah. Cleveland, what up? Yeah, Kells, uh, Cobain's back. Smell like Teen Spirit, man. Cobain's back. Like I got these teens screaming like Cobain's back. You try me and I'll make you a legend like Cobain's. Yeah, they said it wasn't my time, but a watch that. Now we got that. They said it wasn't my time, but a watch that. Watch that. Speed of my syllables rise, better clock that. Stop that. Yeah, boy, give me the contract and I dot that. Now who the heck is this? With his pants red to 666. All up in your girlfriend's twitch. That east side boy about the 216 That's making these upper rappers get mellow like the Knicks F, get it, you spitters, is finished And we all in the game, and the cypher was a scrimmage So everybody gossip and tell a friend and a pigeon That this white boy just body black entertainment television Later. Comes after this. So I think Dave, this is probably when he started thinking about getting out of hip-hop Because he did that, John, right? That, that, that <laughs> That just gave me stress-induced heart failure. Are you okay? Do you need to go see a doctor? <laughs> ah! David is down. <laughs> I think this is started. I think this was the reason that he's gonna switch, right? Uh huh. Because he did this, John. Right. And then right after him. Pushing the hoopy, bumping the Fuji's. My life yo. is a scary movie. Got a Kendrick <laughs> come after him, yo. <laughs> and his first four words was instantly better. Than he instantly pulled out a paintbrush and started painting his tongue black. <laughs> Look, he's in the back. Look, he's painting his tongue back in the corner. Just imagine, like, you did that stupid ass. My red is pants. <laughs> my skies are black. And then Kendrick, come he on. He said, finish. My life is a scary movie. Your life is a male groupie. Kendrick Lamar broke the handle with 22. Stuffed it in my mouth and got killed the rappers that knew me. Compton most wanted. I lived my life in a dungeon. Came out of dragon. I probably can touch the sun with... My fault. He said. He said I stuck a gun in my mouth. Uh, twenty-two rappers stuck a gun in my mouth and killed the rappers that knew me. Cause there was twenty-two rappers in this cipher, like the whole cipher. There was twenty-two rappers. So he said he killed all the rappers that knew him in the cipher. Cause he's tough. <laughs> like Kendrick is just on my bare hands. Up. What are your plans to win the Grammy? All right, we get it. victory like Oprah's. Don't judge me, that's just some irony, trust me. I like to laugh and you're lucky. My sense of humor is rumored to be a Gemini's company. Come with me to the planet rock. And I plan to rock and I plantation chasing. Many legends that made it, face it. You'll never be back 10 even when the planet stop. I'm 2012 on a 12-inch, aiming straight for your pelvis. Elvis will come back as a black if you was hot. You're just a mascot on the Kim Kardashian ass shot. All right, what we got next? <laughs> You just wanted to watch that. I did. I did wanted to watch the Wasting Kendrick our part. time, man. I don't care about this. I, I really feel like it's just crazy. Joiner got a point. He went about it the wrong way. Right. Getting on social media because he did look clownish. But he was I think he was technically right. Machine Gun Kelly is weak. <laughs> but everybody at Lollapalooza gonna like that. Is he gonna sing that song at that Lollapalooza? The, my ex boyfriend back or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's terrible, yo. <laughs> I don't care how big the size of his stage is. I'm never going to that stage. Yeah, that song should be performed at like a bouncy house. 
that's the size of the stage that he should. It have should be on a table. It, it shouldn't even be on us, like on the same level. It should be in a hole in the ground. His stage should be lower than people. Like people, it should be reverse stage. He should be looking down. Reverse at him. Like you know, the stage is elevated or whatever. His should be in the ground. You should be looking down at him. Is how bad that that music is. All black tongues looking down at him. <laughs> That's nutty. <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. Hey, man. Joyner was going off. Russians hacked his Twitter. I believe him. <laughs> the Russians hacked his Twitter, dude. <laughs> yeah, that was, I mean, that was nutty, too. But people have been doing that for a minute now. That's like, what, that's actually hacking? like tired and played out. People saying they got hacked. Yo, remember when Quavo, uh, um, was like tweeted something or like liked the girl's picture or something like that. Do you remember that? The boy, or what was his name? Offset. No, Offset. Mm-hmm. You don't remember that? He like he like was DMing a girl or messaging a girl on Twitter, and then after he found out that it was like from his personal account and not his burner account, mm-hmm. immediately afterwards he was like, "I like balls in my face. I suck gats. I'm gay." Everybody. And then, like, to seem like it was like a person hacked his account and was just tweeting all that stuff in a circle. You don't remember that? <laughs> I'm surprised you don't remember that. He, I like balls in my face. <laughs> he starts saying anything. Whippity blue blop. He just. He, he, he said, come, 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 come. <laughs> know when people just tweet letters and then he came back sorry my nephew had my phone he came back and was like yeah I got hacked I'm sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy bro alright then we off this topic man Machine Gun Kelly's trash I don't know if he deserves that big stage but Jordan shouldn't have been that hype about it it's not that deep alright let me get one of these graham crackers real quick why you keep eating graham crackers you got a fetish cause no I just I changed my diet to what I'm a vegan now you are vegan? Yeah. Vegans can eat graham crackers? Mm-hmm. There's no meat in it. Oh, is that what a vegan is? They just can't eat meat? You can't eat nothing that came from an animal. And so no milk either? No milk? No yeah, I never actually looked at the ingredients on these graham crackers. <laughs> you definitely not Cinnamon, a- Cinnamon, uh, graham crackers, unbleached enriched flour, wheat flour, niacin, reduced Dave. iron. Stop reading the back of a nutrition label and get on to get on to the cane sugar, baking soda. Hold on, I gotta make sure this is good for me. Canola oil, molasses, honey, soy, natural flavors. Honey came from a bee. No, no, that's not true. (laughs) Well, I don't know, but if if this if this is against veganism, then I guess I'm a bad vegan, which leads me to my next topic. What's that? Which is to tell you, Dev. Okay. About something that could rival the stupidity of the Tinder swindler. That's a big that. Watch your mouth, Dave. I know we looked at the numbers. Watch your mouth. We looked at the numbers from our listens, our streams, and shout out to everybody. Listen, this cruise control pod, Dev. Should we should we boast a little bit? We've had over fifteen k streams of a podcast that is a couple hours show every week. Come on now, man. 65 episodes have been streamed over 15 K times. 64. 64, because this is the 65th. Exactly. Think about that. We've only had 64 episodes, and there have been over 1,500 streams of it. 15,000. 15,000. Respect us and our pod. Right. So you know what that means. 
I call my brother's son because he shone like one. Check it. But one of our most streamed episodes was Peter is down. Peter is down, which was about the Tinder swindler. Why'd you get caught up right there? Uh, it's a P- Peter is down. He said Peter is down. <laughs> so Dave, you you got a big episode. You're talking about Peter is down. This might be better than it. Dev, what are you? So I go on to Netflix the other day, right? Okay, okay. And I see, actually, take a step back. I seen somebody on Twitter say, "Yo, this bad vegan joint on Netflix is crazy." That's all I needed. Okay. I was like, "Hmm, what are they talking about?" Go on. I see that there's a limited series. That just came out recently. Okay. It's called Bad Vegan. Four-part series. So I'm going to play the trailer real quick. Okay. Just to see if you can glean a sense of what's going on. Everybody listening. I like that word. You like glean? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know <laughs> You know what it mean? Glean? Yeah. I call my brother glean because he shot like spleen. I don't know. Glean like uh, using in a sense again. So that you can glean what the... Documentaries get a gist of right. I'm so tough. You are. You are. Thank you. Proud of you. Thank you. So I'm trying to glean. Um, (laughs) Why don't you glean this for a second right here, Dev? All right. This is the trailer for Bad Vegan. Okay. I'm listening, and then I'm gonna explain it in a little more detail. Let's get it. So I'm just supposed to do whatever you say and listen to your instructions and yes, you signed on to this. You told me you wanted happily ever after. If I tell you to take all your money out of the bank and light it on fire, do it. Pure Food and Wine was the top raw vegan restaurant in the world. It was ahead of its time, and it was a high-end, fine-dining, vegan experience that was a hot spot. Owen Wilson used to just post up in the back and, like, walk through the kitchen. And I'm like, what is this place? Sarma was the brand, the raw vegan queen. It was such a great environment to work in. If none of this had ever happened, we'd probably still be working there. Oh, wait. For some for some vegetables, right? So this the story. Listen, the, I'm boss, gonna break. the boss said you go burn all your money in the bank off some veggies. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep playing it for you. But okay. the gist of it is, or, or to start off, you learn about this lady named Sarma Marangelis or whatever, something like that. <laughs> that's a made up name. No, <laughs> real name Sarma, whatever. That's a disease. So the John Sarma. Also, the Jones from uh, Tinder Swindler has stupid names. So maybe there's like a connection here. We need to start developing a long running theory on what's going on with these. The stupider your name, with the these, stupider your. Uh, with these dumb documentaries. Your person. Right. But the John Sarma. Okay. She uh, basically got famous because she opened up a raw vegan um, uh, restaurant in okay. New York City. Raw, became super popular Raw vegan Remember when we went To that vegan restaurant That John was absolutely trash Right And it was It was true veganism Like that's the That's the gist of it Yeah that's And her John's was raw I don't even think They was cooking it It was just like Raw ingredients Ew. So you put like A leaf on top of like A granola or something like that And people was, And cashews And you just eat that Ew It's like a cashew souffle Or something <laughs> So They was it, it was super popular All these like Famous people went there And it kind of Help the vegan thing explode to become mainstream. Remember when it was like low key, you didn't really hear about veganism. Yeah. Now it's like everywhere. This was a this restaurant was one of the sole reasons why it became that popular. Literally. Really? Wow. And this lady low key became a celebrity because of it. 
So she's super popular. She got this massively uh, um, popular and, and lucrative restaurant. Okay. The way she started it off was some, some bull invested in her. So he invested like $2 million for her to get this launched off the ground. And she owed him back. He, But he like fell in love. He like really just loved her passion, energy, her business acumen, whatever. So he basically took a leap of faith on her. He said, look, I'm going to front you this two mil. You just pay me back as you make your profits. I'm sure that happens everywhere in business, right? Yeah. So she starts to make bread. But then some bull comes into her life. Pharma was telling me about a guy that she had been talking to online. There were tons of conspiracy theories about why she married him. Was there some sort of blackmail involved? It was just all very mysterious. The bull. You say he's going to play the rest. Yeah, I'm going to tell you about the bull. Okay. The bull, his name, uh, he met, she met this bull named Shane online. Okay. And he told her that he was. Uh, like involved with the CIA that he really couldn't talk about some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Why every John go every he, he, bull? He, he had he didn't have you know he couldn't speak on it based on on G fourteen classified documentation. There goes another trope. Every ball don't you can't talk about his job or what he do. He just and, take your money. And she said like she would walk in on him and he would have his uh, laptop up and it looked like it was like drone footage and he would be like, <laughs> uh, what is, what is it? He would close the laptop screen. He Google drone footage and he used to play it in the background. And that he would like get mysterious calls and have to just go to like Abu Dhabi or something like that okay. in the middle of the night. So he would up and leave randomly and be traveling for like two weeks to a month or whatever. Right. So he was like in some clandestine thing, right? Mm. Let me see if I can play a little. Then he told Sarma she had to perform a series of tests. He promises her that he is going to make Sarma and her dog immortal. It's a complete madness. You know about the meat suit? What is the meat suit? Oh no. What's the meat suit? I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the money coming from the restaurant business, it went straight to Anthony's pocket. And he tells her, if you don't keep going along, you'll lose everything you ever cared about. Whereas if a popular Manhattan vegan restaurant are under arrest, accused of ripping off their workers. I said that I felt like she was stealing from us and I was fired. Police say junk food led them to the fugitives. When I Hold on. <laughs> Wait, junk food? They start Hold on. I'll explain that in a second. Let me just explain what What's that part. What's the meat suit? So then you get a little bit more through the limited series. Yeah. And you find out that she starts dating this bull. He's super mysterious. He starts filling her head with all this stuff. He's like, look, I'm in a CIA and I can't really tell you what's going on, but I need money. Yo, you remember this? Yeah. Peter, Sounds familiar, right? Peter is down. I need money. I need you to hold me down. It's did for he, this thing. Did he say my enemies too? He couldn't even say that. It was so secret top classified. He couldn't even say what it was for. He just said, I need money. So she would give him money. She was falling in love with this guy. She was a vegan. What the heck? You know what I mean? Right. And she thought he was about his business. And then he would, he would like give her. So, you know, the same as Peter did, he would give her a little bread here or there. He was like, look, thank you for giving me that 40 K. I'm going to give you this 10 K. See, it's more where that came from. <laughs> if you just keep it flowing though, but I might need you. Right. So he would just hit her up like, yo, I need a wire. Wire me 50 K. 
Wire me 60K. What the heck? Just like that. Boom. So then she started asking a little bit. She, like she 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 wasn't like totally un- oblivious to what she was doing. She's like, yo, I'm giving you like 50, 60K at a time. I'm busting you What's down. this money for? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm busting you down. <laughs> and he would say, look, I can't give you all the details, but basically like there are powers and forces at play here. And these forces are unlike anything you've ever seen. Dev, he went mystical on her. What? He was like, look, there's some mysterious forces at play. I have a brother. He never said his brother's name. It was just a brother? He's like, I just have this brother, and he watches every move. He knows where we are. He he has trackers on us, and he needs us to follow their instructions. If we follow the instructions, then you will be inducted into the family, and you will be able to see behind the curtain and see everything. And she had this dog that she loved. It was like a pit bull rescue, John. And he was like, you know, if you do this and you follow these instructions, you continue to wire me cash when I need it. You will be inducted into the family and we will look after you and the dog. And the dog, you'll never lose him. He'll live forever. He convinced her that he could make the dog immortal. What is it? It's not it's not Scooby Doo. <laughs> He told her that there was higher forces at play. So it went from he was kind of like a CIA ball to all of a sudden he literally just brainwashed her into thinking he, he was. He had the limitless pill. Yeah, he was like tapping into some otherworldly. It was it was really. What's the meat suit? The, <laughs> the meat suit was that because the ball, um, you know, he, he started off. His story was that he was in the CIA and he was like a secret operative type of thing. But he started getting fatter. <laughs> <laughs> and you know she's a vegan so like super healthy yeah. so he was getting fatter and fatter she's like like if you're going out and doing these missions and all like why are you gaining weight and he was like listen I can't really explain because it's classified but I have to put on his meat suit to <laughs> I have to put on his meat suit to throw my enemies off he didn't say enemies <laughs> Dev you gotta watch the series I can't play it because it's a four part series alright Unlike the Tinder Swindler, that was like an hour and a half, John, so I could play you clips. But I have to give you the trailer and kind of spark notes it because it was longer. Do we want to finish the trailer? Heard she got caught ordering pizza in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. I got the popcorn out. Like, let's do this. Who cares about their pizza? What happened to the money? What if Sarma's running a scam on him? If that was the con. Makes her look like the vegan Bernie Madoff. What happened to you? Yo, we was at Pigeon Force, Tennessee for our vacation. She was there ordering pizza. Yo, that's crazy. That's so, crazy. So to that's- round out the story, right, this is what happens. He basically just keeps doing this, Dev, for a long minute. He keeps telling her, yo, I need you to wire me money. Stay the course. At this point, they're in an emotionally abusive relationship. He's He always cursing at her, and she started recording him. Because after a while, she was like skeptical of him, but she was so wound up in his story. And she had it was it was it was kind of funny how they did it. She had like a diary that she would keep. So the Netflix producers, they would show entries from her diary. And at one point, she basically admitted that, like, she felt she was too far down the hole. So she got to see it through. Like, he's telling me I'm going to reach this goal. So I just got to keep doing it. She was down, but which is a real thing. Sometimes you, <laughs> you so down bad, you like embarrassed. It's like you just gotta follow through. Like I guess I'm gonna be immortal soon. What the heck? But anyway, she's like, I'm gonna start recording these phone calls. Okay. So that's why they got recordings of him, because that was her recording him on the on the secret. But 
he would just call her and be like, I need you to wire me this money. But he he started uh, uh, swindling the mom. Her he mom? would call her mom because she inv- she introduced him to her family one day. And, say what? and he would call the mom and be like, hey, uh, Swarma's doing real bad. <laughs> uh, Sarma. I'm sorry. Sarma. <laughs> Sarma's doing real bad. We need 400K you know, just to get through. <laughs> and, uh, you know, once once we get through, you know, from the business, she'll be able to give you back everything you need. But we just need it. And I'm like taking care of her right now. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Just to fast forward a little bit. 400K. At after a certain point, she had basically wired this man in different amounts, well over two million dollars. Oh my god, worse than a tender swindler, right? Wow. So he to, out- from from a singular person too. Like at least Peter was getting it from different Johns. Fifty hundred k here, two hundred k here. Is so, that so? That restaurant had to have been crazy popping. And and very similarly, like in the time when he was in his heyday. He was doing all the same stuff Peter was doing. He was staying at the best hotels. He stood like in a penthouse suite at the like the Plaza Hotel in New York, overlooking Central Park. He would take private flights and all that stuff. Go to like Paris, like a charter flight to Paris, first class. This it and that. Be, it had to be Peter again. In a and then suit. in this one, you saw that they were interviewing some of the employees. Yeah. So the people who working at the restaurant, they loved Sarma. They were like, she was one of the best bosses. Blah blah blah. But after a certain point, we wasn't getting paid. Like they was literally jacking our checks. And then, you know, he was using her as like a mouthpiece because he would basically tell her what to do. Again, all for the, the purpose of these mysterious forces at play. She was so scared of him. He would be like, yeah, so that check that you wrote for your for payroll is going to bounce. So call your employees and just let them know that the money will be there in a couple days. So she would have to email her employees and be like, hey, guys, don't cash those checks. Those checks are going to bounce for your paychecks. We'll get it to you by Wednesday, blah, blah, blah. Wow, that's embarrassing. So then the employees started uh, protesting her. They shut down the the John. They did a walkout, had to shut down the restaurant. It was all in the tabloids. Then they reopened because she got a bunch of um, investors to like reinvest in the, in the business because it was so popular. And then she started swindling again on his behalf. So every time they made profit, she was giving it to the bull. Oh, pipe game. So crazy. over $2 million. <laughs> and then... <laughs> Somebody somebody basically like figured it out and they were like, yo, something's not right about him. We need to look look him up. Turns out he had a whole nother identity and he has swindled some girl back in the day in Florida out of money. She took him to court because him and his dad took the money to like go gamble or whatever. So he up and disappeared because um, he had like gotten arrested for something and he he up and disappeared. All of a sudden, popped up in New York a couple of years later with a new identity, whatever. So his real name was like Anthony Sturgis or whatever. So the jig finally feels like it's up. So they go on a run because the people from the restaurant are complaining. And then it turns out that his his past starts to get figured out. So they just take money and go on a run. They're living off cash alone. They go a cross country drive. They go to Vegas. He's gambling there, trying to make his money back up. Blah blah blah. She's going along for the ride, but she's like in a in a loop days. They make their way to Tennessee, and it was there that they finally got caught because he ordered Domino's Pizza using his credit card, and his name popped up. (laughs) And because he was, like, flagged, because he was a fugitive on the run, they was able to track his credit card usage back to there. Went to the Domino's, looked at the footage. They asked the person where the ball went. They were like, oh, we delivered that pizza to this hotel. They go to the hotel, find out which room he's in, and they arrest him. 
and they arrested John. Oh, so Swarmers was there. Right. So him and Swarmer get arrested. <laughs> they get extradited back to, to New York. And she was in jail for a little bit. Like she went to Rikers Island for like a couple weeks or whatever. And then he went to jail. Okay. She got, I believe, bailed out by her family until her, her hearing was up. Was up. So she got a lawyer or whatever, but the bull was in jail. So he did jail for over like a year, but he pled guilty and took a plea deal. So he had time served and got out after like a year. Really? She fought her case, but then some for some reason, she pled guilty as well and took a, a plea. She copped a plea. So she can get out early. So she did like three months or something like that or four months in jail. So she turns herself in, does her four month bid and then gets out. The end of the the end of the John, the producers tried to make it seem like maybe she was in on it the whole time, because it was like as you're going through, you're like, yo, how could you be this dumb? Like, how yeah. could you make, how could you just be giving the ball money blindly and believe that he was gonna make you immortal and your dog immortal and your dog immortal and that there was these mysterious forces? Like, never once did you question it, and she would just say stuff like, you know, I just thought that I just, you know, thought that he was really had the money and that he was really about what he said he was and I was just enamored with him and da 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 but she never loved him like they would ask all her family and friends who knew her they were like do you think it was romantic love they were like no she did it her her pop himself was like I think she did it because she thought he was rich and she thought he could pay off her original debt remember that two million debt mm. that she owed the investor ball he thought maybe she was gonna do it as a way to like get rich quick and be able to pay that debt off so that she could keep her business going and stuff. What the heck? Instead, he swindled her. And then they got found out because of some dominoes. <laughs> That's crazy. That would do me in two pizza. They catch me real quick off some pizza. I'll be in jail real quick. They'll be like, yo, Dev ordered from Jeans Pizzeria five times this week. Go get him. But yo, this this right here for me. That's crazy. It got to be worse than a tender swindle. That's why I don't eat vegetables. Because you see what you see what happens? You dedicate your life to veggies and granola bars and shit, and then look what you happens. You might have convinced me. Yeah, veggies make you go crazy. They was eating raw veggies. Right. They're probably not even washing them, John's in the sink. Yo, Dad, just this straight John, from the ground to the plate. This John Swarma, like, yeah, top five dumbest Johns. She a top nut. Listen, is that so, we doing our top five this week? Dumbest Johns compared to the <laughs> to the Johns from the Tinder Swindler. See, here's why this is the, worse. The Johns of the Tinder Swindler is Albert Einstein compared to her. No, yeah, is that <laughs> I, I would say so because listen. When I thought they was dumb, it was because they were just blinded truly by love and, and like, desire. They really w messed with Ball. They were attracted to him. Right. They was lusting over him. And they wanted love, whether it was, like, the they went about it dumbly. Right. <laughs> not toughly. Dumbly. They went about it dumbly. <laughs> and they didn't glean that he was a, a swindler. Right. Um, This John, she was supposed to be a smart businesswoman. But she went about it purely off of, like, financial gain. So she was trying to be strategic. And, like, she was kind of trying to swindle him low-key through marriage. So how you get swindled and you was originally trying to do the swindle? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And did her dog end up dying? No, her dog, by the end of the documentary, he was still alive. Uh. But who cares about the stupid dog? <laughs> Two million dollars to this fat bull. He was wearing this a fat CIA boy. 
He was wearing a meat suit. He wasn't. He just was fat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Dave. I when know. they showed the pictures of him in court, the dude was like huge. Like, there's no way I would have believed he was doing covert missions <laughs> with drone air drone footage or whatever. Just ordering pizzas, and she was she wasn't she was the opposite, right? She was like fit. Yeah, she was veggie veggie girl. Right. It's vegetables. She was man. the vegan Bernie Madoff. The John said. <laughs> And what's crazy, like the everybody in her life, they like liked her. They were like she was actually cool people. Right. Like she cared she about was, people. She was tough. She cared about her staff. Right, right, right. But the way she tried to paint it was that she was so wrapped up in this bull's story that she just lost all sense of self. Right. So it was again, Netflix, here they go, strike again with one of these documentaries about swindling. I don't know what it is about the the swindle it gets phenomenon. People, it gets people attention because people people like to say what you're saying right now. That would never be me. That could never be me. This truly would never be me. You think a, I wouldn't go vegan? Yeah, like who would ever go vegan? <laughs> like bacon exists. <laughs> why? Why would you choose that? Yeah, you could. could uh, as long as pizza is like uh, legal in America, I'll never go vegan. They would have to make it illegal to eat a piece of pizza. Yeah, and even then, I probably still go to jail. <laughs> like 1984. Piece of me. Just pizza burnings. Piece of me down. <laughs> <laughs> pizza burning. Pizza is down. Pizza me down. Like there's no way in hell I'm I'm going vegan. And for a John to be this nutty, it's crazy. It goes to show you, Dave, that well one I And and also, can I say a serious note? Thank you. This boy is way more despicable than Peter. How? Peter was mad despicable. He no. some multiple Jones. All Peter did was ask Jones for bread. He said, "May I please have some money?" No, but then he made up an excuses like, "But I was none of those things harmed anybody." Like he said, "I'm a, I'm a, I'm the son of a diamond uh, king, whatever." Yeah, but he said he was that was there. that was just a, a website he looked up. He was doing emotional hurting to the girl because they he was saying he was about to get killed and beat up and like just that's just just regular old fibs. <laughs> this ball, they was actually swindling, like uh, uh, jerking people out of their checks. That's true. So people was working at the restaurant for free. Working hard. This was one of the biggest restaurants in New York City. There was a raw vegan place. They no, was it was mad hard. people, bus boys, bus girls, bus, <laughs> bus down. <me> down. <laughs> they uh, wasn't working hard. They was the, pulling the, the, the they was pulling the, the people taking the trash out. <laughs> the was, hostesses. They was pulling the carrots out of the ground and putting them on a the plate. It wasn't that hard. Dev, they they had a John celebrities was walking in out of there. You heard Owen Wilson walked in there with no shoes. He's not even a celebrity. Yes, he is, bro. He's a regular boy. Come on. Night at the museum. <laughs> Armageddon, just to name a few. Wasn't he also Wedding in the, Crashers? He was also in the scary John, right? The the John where he worked at Google. What was the house on Haunted Hill? Wasn't wasn't he in that John too? I forget. The scary John. Remember there was like ghosts in the walls and stuff like the that. The John with Hugh Crane? Yeah. <laughs> he was in that John. That's the haunting. <laughs> the haunting, right? Wasn't he in that John? Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Crane. <laughs> this house is ours, Hugh Crane. <laughs> That movie was caca. That movie was stupid, yo. <laughs> and it had Catherine Zeta Jones in yeah, it. Yeah, Owen Wilson. That's a that's a classic though. <laughs> it's a classically stupid movie. It might be, but nevertheless, I can't I can't believe. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna say I, it right now. Stamp it. Uh huh. Stamp it right now. Give me with a stamp. Bad vegan is definitely the top of the list when it comes to stupid swindle stories on on Netflix. It's better and bigger than the tinder swindler because swarma was way stupider <laughs> than all three jones combined from the tinder swindler 
If you have, if you listening, you haven't seen Bad Vegan I on Netflix. I do want to see this, John. I do want to go see watch this, it because it's even more outlandish than the Tinder Swindler. I do. Tinder see Swindler it. was just about a boy asking for some money for some Johns, and they gave it to him. Right. This is a whole nother level of despicableness. I do want to see and it. stupidity. Yeah. I do. I do want to see this, John. I got to admit, I, I really want to see if I think that she was like doing it just off the, the like the the strength of like trying to get money off a bull, or if she was truly a dummy. Bad vegan on Netflix. I'ma lock it in. I'ma lock that in right now. Once I get once I get back to the crib. But Dave, I, I'm uh, I want to switch gears up a little bit here, right? <laughs> push a T. I say push a T. You think what? Right, Kanye West beats Coke, cocaine, right? All he rap about is Coke. The Drake diss that he did, very infamous diss, trashed him. You know what I mean? People really love him for that. Um, a great rapper, just in general, like hip hop, right? You would think he's a hip hop head. Pusha T teamed up with Arby's. Arby's. We have the meats. Arby's. We have the meats. Say it one more time. We have the meats. Pusha T teamed up with Arby's uh-huh. and created a diss track towards McDonald's. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> I'm not, it's not a meme. It's not, it's not a lie. They dissing Mickey D's? Specifically, their fish sandwich. This was like a... a, a, a I heard about this on Twitter. I just did. I haven't seen the diss. Did you believe it at first? Like when you first? Yeah, I mean, people. I feel like everybody's chasing a bag nowadays. They're trying to make money doing. But look, publicity stunts. They made a whole music video for this, John. Would I have expected Pusha T to do this? Right. Probably not. But it's not. It's not out the realm of uh, the music video. Believability starts off in the sea. <clears throat> Already showing you that okay. they they going for the subliminal fish. SpongeBob. They dissing a spicy fish sandwich. Listen, <laughs> if I told you to take all your roast beef sandwiches <laughs> out of the bank right now and burn Dave, them, would you do it? There's something to me that like some things I just can't do for a bag. Right. I can't. And I'm gonna play the diss track for the for the cruise controllers and for you, Dave. I want your first reaction to it. I just tell me if you could do this for a bag. If mm-hmm. Arby sent you a bag and said, "Yo, we gonna give you bread. Here goes it. Here goes money. We need a fire dish track for a fish sandwich." Mm-hmm. This is this is Pusha T's uh, and and Arby's spicy fish dish track. Okay, here we go. Lock it in. Let me put this volume up for y'all real quick. The beat wasn't skipping. Reason the whole world love it. Now I gotta crush it. Filet your fishes, then you should be disgusted. How dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it? A half slice of cheese, Mickey D's on a budget. All these crispy fish is simply it. With lines around the corner, we might need a guest list. Eggs is stage left, the sandwiches taste fresh. A little cube of fish from a clown is basic. Say less, this argument is baseless. Drowned in tartar, that filet o fish is tasteless. See, Arby's only deals in the greatness. I bet the house on it like it's Vegas. Look, he's frying it. Like water to a well. How could you ever think I'd fail? Yeah, the crispy fish sandwich blazing trails. The mother clown's just too frail. 
To listen to that till this episode, Dave. Dave, all I gotta say is to this recording. This crispy fish is simply it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! There's just so much I can't. My brain can't process this. First off, why are you coming at uh, McDonald's sandwich? Because it's square. (laughs) He said, came at the shape. He's like. No fish is square. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Why y'all got a half a cheese on the job? What what shape is Arby sandwich? A star? No, it's a starfish. No, it's. A, first off, these visuals is hilarious. <laughs> they really got a boat at Treacherous Sea. <laughs> right, it's an Arby's boat. It's a, it's a big fishing boat with an Arby's logo on the side, <laughs> going through the treacherous sea. Which means that that's where they get their fish from. Right. It means it's, it's, it's scary, scary hours. <laughs> this is the deadliest catch. Without the crabs. Yo. I'm we the reason the whole world love it. Now I gotta crush it. Vallejo fishes. Then you should be disgusted. How dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it? A half slice of cheese. Mickey D's on a budget. So first of all, he's coming at the shape of the of the fish. Yeah. No fish in the sea is square. Not not one, except for SpongeBob. Then he said, sponge. "Y'all really only gonna give us a half a slice of cheese?" I agree though. He's coming at the cheese amount. He said, "He said, what y'all on a budget?" And y'all y'all gotta understand. It's McDonald's, and he knows they not on a budget because it's McDonald's. It's Mickey D's, bro. They're the biggest fast food company in the planet. Listen to me, y'all. Y'all gotta watch the visuals for this too. They got a clown running with a bag of money. When he says Mickey D's on a budget, it's a fat clown. It's the boy from the vegan bad <laughs> vegan jaw. Right. He's got a meat suit on right now. He's got a stupid white cap on with the red hair on the side, red nose, clown face. Now don't even look like Ronald McDonald's. Running with two sacks of money because so they on the a clown budget. on a budget. <laughs> Have a slice of cheese, please. <laughs> right. So we keep going. Arby's crispy fish is simply it. That's, uh, that might be the lyric of the year. That's tough. Arby's f- crispy fish is simply it. That's the episode title. <laughs> it it's, might it's, be it's determined. <laughs> That's yo, that's slick talk. Yo, every di- every good hip hop disc gotta have that slick talk. Oh my god! And he said they're gonna have lines around the corner of Arby's. Now, that's that's phenomenal because I never seen anybody at Arby's I've in never general. Seen, I've never seen. I've never Arby's. seen customers there. I never seen. So for him Arby's. to say that this one sandwich is gonna have a guest list around the block. Is there Arby's? Yo, to ha- to get, have to get on a guest list to go into Arby's is nuts. Wait, does Arby's have a uh, John? Does Arby's have? Is there Arby's in Philly? <laughs> I've yes, never, I've never seen an Arby's. There is. Where? I used to always think Arby's and and like um, 
like the mattress Jones was fronts for the mafia. Illuminati, I think. Right. Right. Because literally nobody goes to Arby's. Right. I don't think I've ever had Arby's. Nah, me neither. <laughs> Why is this? But I'm going now because it's this this <laughs> crispy fish. The crispy fish is simply it. <laughs> All right, and they all right. So we get rounds on it. All right, here we go. Eggs is stage left. The sandwiches taste fresh. A little Cuba fish from a clown is basic. Say less. This argument is baseless. Drowned in tartar, that filet fish is tasteless. Wow. See, Arby's only deals in the greatness. I bet the house on it like it's Vegas. All right, we gotta break that down. We gotta break that down. <laughs> He's frying though. Right. Okay, so he said you drown your sandwich in tartar. That's tasteless. Tartar sauce is tasteless. Right. So he's saying your fish don't actually got no taste to it. Because you got to drown it in tartar sauce. Right. Right. And that's what they be saying in SpongeBob instead of cursing. Right. They say tartar sauce. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So basically. Right. Then he said we're going to double down on our sandwich like it's Vegas. Now that was tough. Now that you know, bars. That's, that's metaphor. Bars. And yo, when he's when he's dissing, I'm trying to tell you, I gotta watch the visuals. When he's dissing McDonald's, there's a ship sinking in the background. Right. Which means McDonald's ships couldn't handle the treacherous waves of Arby's. Of Arby's, Arby's going there get the treacherous fish. Right. McDonald's gotta go to a puddle or a lake or something and get the catfish. Right. You feel me? Push it with the visuals, man. I could sell water to a whale. How could you ever think I'd fail? Yeah, the crispy fish sandwich blazing trails. The mother clown's just too frail. And a, a bear catching a fish in his mouth? Right, this random B-roll footage of um, <laughs> uh, the oh. nature shows on uh, National <laughs> Geographic. <laughs> but listen, the ales, he rhymed the ales for like three, four bars, bro. Right. He said, he said, he said how could you never tip my scales? You, no, no, he, he said, said, he said, how could you ever think I failed? Right. So there's a backstory to that. Tell me. I read on, somebody had put on Twitter that Pusha T okay. helped write the jingle for McDonald's, and he didn't. they didn't pay him appropriately for that. Oh, The ba-da-ba-ba-ba, yeah. I'm loving it, all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. He, was, he like, had song credits on that, which is just a jingle, but he Everybody contributed to that. the jingle. Yeah. And he actually came out and said... That McDonald's didn't appropriately compensate him for his contributions to that jingle, which became their worldwide like. Everybody said everybody knows about it. Right, right. This is why he's dissing them. Wow. So he's like, "How could you ever think I fail? It gets I could sell water to a whale. It gets deeper than rap. Right. Yo. Hey yo, Jerry Chestnut. I put my fucking dick on your chestnut, nigga. Fuck out of here. Yo, it gets deeper than rap. And I'm guessing if we watch a music video, Pusha T is the bear and McDonald's is the fish. See, now you dig now you going next level, Dad. You opening your mind, you trying to overstand. Not understand, you trying to overstand. Alright, let's let's play this video out. Let's see what else you gotta say. Yeah. If you know me and you know me well, all fish is gonna tip that scale. Whoa, 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 Dad. Pause that. Oh my God! That that was the last. You know what part. that means? Because he sell drugs. He said, "If you know me and you know me well, which if you're a rap fan, you know that Pusha T, all he does is rap about drug dealing, uh, cocaine, drug sales, because he used to sell drugs when he mm-hmm. was, you know, mm-hmm. in the streets." He said that fish is gonna tip that scale. Ooh. The fish scale, there. <laughs> Suck my dick 
That's wild. It might be. I'm gonna put Olivia Rodrigo's for putting somebody in the hospital. I'm gonna put driver's license right there. McDonald's might not recover from this day. This might be number two. Right. This might be number two. They might, if they, if they could somehow make McDonald's take a significant hit on this. McDonald's the biggest fast food company of all time. If McDonald's get rid of their fish sandwich or even change the way that this it's shaped, this is easily number two. It's easily number first two. goes to the the, the young Olivia, teenage John, Olivia, prepubescent John, Olivia Rodrigo. that br- broke somebody's heart. Literally, <laughs> two would go to Arby's, a virtually unknown, tasteless, corny, <laughs> roast beef based fast food <laughs> to somehow make a fish sandwich out of nowhere. And get McDonald's to make any changes. If that, even if they get that small movement, that's a huge victory. If McDonald's and then Ether would be third. If McDonald's start putting full slices of cheese on the sandwich, it's a wrap. Right. It's a wrap. If they make McDonald's do anything, bro. Yeah. If McDonald's respond, if, if Mc- they even change the shape of the patty from a square to like a a, a a fish shape, just imagine McDonald's hires Drake to write a diss back, and it becomes deeper than rap. Whoa. <laughs> Yo, the the fast food wars gonna be crazy, bro. I need everybody to hop into this. Where's Wendy's at, bro? And and you ain't even catch. This is why I need people to please y'all. Who else got fish sandwiches? Watch too? the visuals, huh? Who um, else had a fish sandwich other than the filet fish at McDonald's? Give me that filet fish. Give me that fish. I think Wendy's got fish sandwiches, right? I don't think so. I don't. I don't remember ever seeing no fish. Because fish at Wendy's. is trash, realistically. Yeah, who would want a fast food fish? <laughs> I don't care what shape it is. So Arby's John is like triangular. Yeah, it's like a. It's like a. Um, it actually looks like a square. On the <laughs> this is a paid advertisement brought to you by the unrivaled, the unparalleled Arby's. And then they had that little girl at the end. Now, okay, let's decompress. <laughs> Let's woosa. Wow. The first thing that comes to mind right after hearing the whole this. What is Arby's mascot? Because <laughs> McDonald's, um, McDonald's got a clown. It got Grimace, the nugget monster. It Ronald got, McDonald, first of all. The no ham- disrespect. Ronald McDonald, the CEO of McDonald's himself. Right. The, ham- uh, the Hamburglar. Um, the duck. What was the duck's name? Shucky Ducky. <laughs> What? It was the like, Arby's John is a glove, right? No, a mitt. No, that's the that's the hamburger helper. Hamburger helper is the glove with a face. Mm-hmm. That's the actual hamburger helper is the glove. Yeah. Arby's think, is a, is a mitt. No, dude, it's a hat. I thought it was a roast beef. No, Dev. Yes, it is. A roast beef. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a, like a thing, like a singular thing. How <laughs> <laughs> stupid. Just imagine your mascot. Whenever I think about your brain, this is what I think it sounds like. <laughs> Why would your mascot be a roast beef? <laughs> roast describes the, the cooking preparation that went into modifying the beef, which is just a. Come on, Dad. <laughs> So it's a roast beef and a clown. I think Arby's John is an oven mitt. 
<laughs> no, I think it's a Davis. Look it up. You have literally a computer in front of you. That's true. RV's mascot. Mascot. A oven mitt. What? Arby's introduced an animated character on March 2nd, 2003 named Oven Mitt to become the new spokesperson mitt for the brand. The new spokes mitt for the brand. Well before the rise of social media, Oven Mitt was on the scene to give audiences a look at how the sausage or beef is made at Arby's. It really is an oven mitt? That's what I tried to tell you. And I think now the Arby's John is a hat. Yeah, it's a hat. A oven mitt? Peter is down. <laughs> Yo, they really got this young boy taking a pic. They have flabbergasted at this oven mitt. <laughs> mascot. That's a pretty terrible mascot. Because the oven mitt has like two eyes, a mouth, and two thick eyebrows. First of all, eyebrows on fleeky. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Them Jones is parallel. But too. they're 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 kind of befuddled all over his face. And what and Arby's <sighs> what? I could have sworn it was a roast beef this whole time. Because yeah, that's all they talk don't. about is beef. No. We have the meats, like roast beef sandwich. Yeah, I can't believe Arby's gets off selling us roast beef sandwiches primarily <laughs> as their product. Like I said, I, I don't think I've ever been to Arby's personally. I'm pretty sure I haven't had Arby's. I never went. I never tried a sandwich. Nah. Or fries or a fish or me nothing. Me neither. Yeah, me neither. That I can remember. Maybe. And then anytime I pass one, which there's not a lot of places, like a lot of locations. At least in the Philly metropolitan area. I don't think. But I, every time I pass one, I never see people there in the drive-through line and going in. This got to be a John like where we never went to before, like the deep, deep south. It got to be like hundreds of Arby's around there. I don't even know. It got to be in places that we don't but know about. The oven mitt is not effective, obviously, because you didn't even know what it was. You thought their their mascot was roast beef. <laughs> the oven mitt is trash, though. It definitely And is. it said it started in 2003 But I don't think it's their current John Right So I feel like That's a terrible mascot I do think that This diss track was tough I do think that We should hear a response back from McDonald's <laughs> Cause they was dissing everything in here they And I'm get Machine Gun Kelly to do it <laughs> With a blank tongue <laughs> Nah what I'm telling you Dave is this Arby's had the nerve to diss everything about me. They went as far as to diss Ronald McDonald himself, mm. who was classic. Everybody knows Ronald McDonald. Everybody knows the clown, which, I mean, he's up there when, when it comes to, like, notable, you know what I mean? Tony the Tiger's up there, too, like, when it comes to, like, mascots and stuff like that that people, I feel like everybody knows about. Like, um, if, like what if you did a diss against a Pillsbury Doughboy? I'll do one right now. Yo, Dave, you. <laughs> wow, Dave. Them floppy nips is simply it. <laughs> nah, Dave. I want peace. All right, let me do a diss to the Pillsbury dumb boy. <laughs> this boy's sick. <laughs> but Dave, nah, let's be real. Let's be real. Uh, thinking about this stuff, man, it, it got me. It got it got me in that mode as we get in every episode. I'm thinking this week This this inspired us mm -hmm. How about We talk about 
the top five worst mascots. And by mascots, I don't mean like college basketball or like NBA, NFL, MLB. I'm talking about like brands, right? Right? Like Tony the Tiger, the Toucan Sam, the Lucky Charms, um, a leprechaun, like. Brand mascots in the consumer market. Yes, yeah, exactly, market. exactly. You get what I'm saying? You down with it? I'm down. So who goes first? I won. Who won the week before? I think it was me. I think it was me. No, because we did the superhero movie, John, and I fried you. No, because we did the superhero movie, John, and I fried you. <laughs> Why don't you grow up? It was me. I won because I said it was me. I won. The week. I'm an alpha male. <laughs> If I ask you to take all your money out the bank right now and burn it, they, do it. I'll slap you. Order me some dominoes right now. You going first. I will go for some dominoes. I'm going first? Yeah. All right, bet. I'm about to fry you then. Yeah, you wish. Yo, everybody, listen up. Coming in at number five for me in the top five worst brand mascots of all time. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm going to start it off like this. I'm going to go with the Michelin Man. That boy with the tires? Yes. There's nothing wrong with the boy, though. Let, well, let me explain. Damn, that's why I put my top five together. The reason I choose the Michelin Man as my top five worst brand mascot okay. is because it's really a man made of tires. <laughs> like, when you think about that, that got to make you infuriated at how stupid that is. He is. It's a ball made of tires. That means his head is made of tires. His fingers <laughs> is made of tires. His pipe is made of tires. Hey, yo. Relax. His butt cheeks is two tires. <laughs> His toesies is tires. <laughs> and then he could somehow throw tires out of his stomach. That's true. He'd just be throwing four tires on people's rolling car. <laughs> That's all the commercials are, is the stupid Michelin man throwing tires from his belly onto people's moving cars. <laughs> now they got better tires they could drive away real fast. It's really, it's truly stupid. I don't know how it's effective. <laughs> Michelin has always been good with the blimp. Oh, wait, the Goodyear's the blimp. <laughs> you idiot. This boy know no tires. Everything tires. <laughs> but I just, I can't stand a boy made fully of tires. Like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> that's tired. Dave, come on. Man. That's the... Don't do the corny jokes to end off your jaw. So that's my number five, Michelin Man, because he's really made of tires. <laughs> just a tire bowl. <laughs> he might as well just be tire bowl. Dave, listen to <laughs> I hate that mascot in its entirety. Hit yourself with that again. You want another one? Uh, you want another one? You want nah, another? I, just, I just think if they're going to keep the Michelin Man, they need to get him some better attire. Is it my turn? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> Coming in at number five for me, Dave, to combat against the Michelin Man. Mm -hmm. The nuttiest old head and mascot history. And I'm I'm pretty sure people are gonna remember this. Mr. Six. And I know I say his name, you probably don't remember, so I'm going to have to go a little deeper into it. 
the mascot for Six Flags, the old head who'll be dancing in front of the bus. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he was the part of the bus. Star Wu Tang and all that in the front of a bus stop. I'll be like, yo, hurry up. <laughs> he used to come out to this dumbass song every time. your coke cans and get a free ticket today <laughs> maybe you had to bring a can of coke and you get a free ticket <laughs> it might be just you two in the line yo you know you want to know a memory that just popped <laughs> you know you know how you had to bring a coke can and you used to get like half off a ticket or something right you gotta present that can at the <laughs> you ever had somebody go up and present an empty can of coke at the why is that funny to you, man? Because just imagine. <laughs> yeah, I need a half a ticket. You had somebody a crust. <laughs> I need half off I'm my a, ticket. <laughs> yo. I, I need half off my parking. Seeing you get. Here goes a can of soda. <laughs> I drank it already. <laughs> or like finishing the can as you walk up. <laughs> go, 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 go. Don't make there the you go. go, 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 go. One admission, please. <laughs> I saw what happened one time in front of me, and it was so embarrassing. Like just, I just looking at it, I was like, or like, don't have a family of five roll up. Yeah, and five cool all can- five cans. <laughs> all can work. <laughs> you know, like when you just married and you put the cans going on the back of your car. <laughs> yeah, there's coke cans on the back. <laughs> just grab them as we drive by. <laughs> That's embarrassing. Yo, the old head would get me so mad. Why? Because one, it didn't make me want to go to Six Flags. Because there was going to be some creepy old head there breakdancing in the front. <laughs> and I never trust old heads like that. Second off, Six Flags had so many other mascots that you could throw out there. They got the whole DC universe in there. Right. All flags. All flag work. You could get six different flags to be the mascot. Like, you had so much that you can do with that. And you did an old head dancing and breakdancing in front of a bus. Right. Taking you to Six Flags. And he was creepy looking. He wasn't even an inviting old head. Like, you know what I mean? That's my number five, man. The creepy old man, Mr. Six was his name from the Six Flags commercials. The brand mascot was doo-doo trash, Dave. Can't stand it. All right. Well, coming to number four for me on the, since we're talking about creepy old men, I'm going to go with Mr. Clean as my number four. Okay. <laughs> Now, if, we, if we're talking about creepy old men, there's nothing creepier than an old man who's clearly old, but he's also young at the same time. Hey, yo, why are you looking at him in that way? Like, why is Mr. Clean <laughs> the oldest young boy in the history of old young people? Like, he was bald headed, uh-huh. but he had white eyebrows and wore an all white suit. <laughs> and he would just twerk all through your house while, while mopping your floor. Yeah, but he would clean your floor, though. The reason I the reason I chose Mr. Clean as my number four is because like why you got white eyebrows? <laughs> That's really the only reason I picked him. <laughs> Cause he had white eyebrows with a bald head. And apparently he was hot, like attractive as a cartoon mascot. 
for middle-aged white women all across America? Yeah, I never understood the the allure of Mr. Clean. <clears throat> so I'm going to go with him because if you got white eyebrows, then you are the worst. <laughs> Right, and he should have got like he to be around all those cleaner products forever. He should have had something like his eyebrows are probably white because he was around all that Clorox and all. No, that. <laughs> yeah, that's not how Clorox works. <laughs> also, like to be that old and still have moves like that, and like your knees still work where you could twerk like that all around while while mopping. I'm kind of jealous too. So there's a little bit of jealousy and envy on his fictional character. And also, don't ever have white eyebrows. I'd rather shave my eyebrows off before they're all white. <laughs> so that's my number four is Mr. Clean. <laughs> Stupid mascot. This boy really don't like to Really clean. a handsome boy that cleans. <laughs> Yo, listen. That was such a dumb argument. Handsome boy that cleans. Dave, coming in at number four for me, mm-hmm. and it's a background story to this, that's why I got to say it. Coming in number four for me mm-hmm. on my top five worst mascots of all time. The Noid. Now, for those who don't know, you're probably thinking, what's a Noid? What is a Noid? I'm annoyed with Devin for saying the Noid. The Noid was Domino's Pizzeria mascot way back in the 1980s. This is Domino's came out with this little red character. He looked like very schemy. He had a big red N on his chest. Mm-hmm. Um he was very popular at the time. He appeared in like Michael Jackson movies. He um, had toys about him. He was featured in video games. I mean, Michael Jackson music videos. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, but the backstory to the Noid character was so insane that they that it made Domino switch their whole story up. So what happened was there was this kid named this guy named Kenneth Noid. He was 22 years old. Okay. This boy took a 357 Magnum and walked into the nearest Domino's. Mm-hmm. He was he was suffering from paranoia because he believed that Domino solely created this Noid character to ruin his life. So he went into the Domino's. He held the two employees there hostage. Okay. And he called the Domino's owner himself, and he said, um, he he said, I blame you for stealing my name and giving it to this character. And the only way you're going to get your employees back mm-hmm. is if you give me um, $100,000 and a getaway limousine. Mm-hmm. That's the only way you're going to get your your, uh, your employees back. So, you know, he's like, all right, we're going to get you. We're going to work on it. Ironically, what happened was the boy got hungry. <laughs> so he told the two employees, make me a pizza. Mm-hmm. They made him the pizza. And he put his gun down to eat the pizza with both hands, and they ran out the store. <laughs> and the bull got arrested immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and ever since that incident, bull got booked, and he actually actually didn't go to jail. They they blamed it, you know, like on he had mental health issues, so he had to go to a what is it? What is it called? An insane asylum, I think they said. Mm-hmm. He went to Arkham Asylum. He went to Arkham Asylum. No, he had to go to a mental institution. <gasps> and then Arkham Asylum where Batman was socking him. He had to go to a mental institution. And because of this one scene... He had to go to a menstrual institution? <laughs> Dave, this is my word slurs. <laughs> they slurred, all right? Because of this one scene, Domino's changed their whole uh, model up from 
uh, catch the noid to avoid the noid. Mm-hmm. So people would slowly but surely get away from this character Mm -hmm. because they didn't want anybody else doing anything crazy because of it. Not only was this character nutty and crazy on its own, it also caused the bull to do some crazy, crazy stuff and hold people hostage. Gotta be one of the worst um, brand brand mascots ever created. To make a person do something this crazy? And, And, you know... If your if your mascot drives somebody to a menstrual institution, <laughs> you got to be up there. Yo, shut up. <laughs> What's your number three, man? All right, coming in at number three. So that was Domino's. That was Domino's. Wow. Now, Domino's was mentioned in our review of The Bad Vegan mm-hmm. because that's how they got caught was ordering a Domino's pizza. Domino's be working for the feds. So at my number three, I'm going to go with another company that we referenced today. Okay. And I am going to talk about a mascot from the vaunted McDonald's franchise. Mm. You mentioned this character earlier, this mascot, but coming in at number three for me is the Hamburglar. <laughs> Damn, why, David? Because um, I just think it's despicable for somebody to <laughs> dedicate their life to stealing other people's cheeseburgers. <laughs> like, you got to be some type of sick sadistic disgusting yo vile human being <laughs> to steal somebody's cheeseburgers yo you if you come this way trying to steal my burger you will get clapped <laughs> you under dig what i'm saying <laughs> don't ever try to take my burger oh my so the hamburger is on this list at number 3 simply because how could you be such a disgusting human being <laughs> over some hamburgers dave don't steal my burger, bro. <laughs> so you don't even you don't even you don't even you mind have to like, throw me a one at that point. You don't mind the way that he like looks. He could just been a, he could have been anything else. <laughs> he could have been a, a a McFlurry burglar or something like that. They never don't be the hamburglar. <laughs> McDonald's hamburgers ain't even that tough though. I see what they was trying to do with the name hamburger, hamburglar, <laughs> burglar, burglar. But right. listen. You stole my hamburger, I might end up in a menstrual institution. <laughs> Yo, shut up. I said menstrual. Ment- mental. I said mental. I didn't say menstrual. <laughs> That's my number three. The hamburglar. Really a stupid character. Listen, coming It was in- like a like a like a like a chubby <laughs> burger stealing bull. I didn't think he was chubby. With a cape and a Carmen San Diego hat. It was just <laughs> stupid. And he just that's that's the whole point. Was he was stealing your hamburgers? Like what? Any any mascot that got like a negative twist to it is usually a bad idea. You don't want to in, you don't want to invoke negative feelings in people. Like oh, somebody about to steal my burger. Oh, it's white bull. <laughs> white bull steal my burger. <laughs> white bull gonna steal my burger. <laughs> oh, this white bull gonna steal my burger. <laughs> don't steal my burger. That also sounds like sexual in some way. Stealing somebody's burger. <laughs> Anybody ever stole your burger, Dev? Dave, come on, can we? Can I say my number three? <laughs> what are you talking about right now? <laughs> Anybody ever stole your burger without your consent? <laughs> without the express written consent of the NFL, it's prohibited. No, listen, Dave. Coming in at number three for me on my top five worst mascots of all time, bro. I'm gonna go a little bit different here. This is more of like a spokesperson, but I'm gonna say it's a mascot because this person, when you say the name. They're associated strictly with this brand. Mm-hmm. 
Jared from Subway. I know you didn't go there, Dad. The disgrace of brand name stuff. Jared from Subway, mm-hmm. El Puerco, I fall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> For those who don't know, Jared from Subway, from like 2000, what do you, was it 2000? Was it like what 1990s or something like this? What was around? For I think it was more like 2000s, early 2000s. Early 2000s for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. The face of Subway. His story was he was so fat and he just ate Subway sandwiches for like a certain... He looked like the bad vegan's boyfriend. Yeah. Many of necks. And he just ate Subway sandwiches. That was his diet was Subway sandwiches. And he lost mad weight. He was the spokesperson. He used to hold up his his old pants next to him like this is what I used to fit in. But then I used I ate a Subway sandwich and now I'm skinnier. Right. They were promoting the hell out of ball. Woohoo. Jared lose weight. Our sandwiches are healthy. He was like the Colonel Sanders. What Colonel Sanders was to KFC, Jared was to Subway at that point. And I will say, just from a marketing standpoint, that's pretty smart to make your brand mm-hmm. that makes fast food come off as a healthy option. Yeah. When obesity was like kind of coming in the forefront as this like major health risk in, in America. And, now, you know. Yeah, now obesity is just like it's there. <laughs> Everybody accepts it. Listen, we was getting we was getting it too. Everybody was getting subway sandwiches like, oh, like that. Okay, you like this healthy like <laughs> meatball sandwich. <laughs> this is the healthiest meatball sandwich I ever had. What's this? Turkey? Oh, you about to throw my drone in the microwave? The whole sandwich? <laughs> Tough, fresh. They really microwave your stuff in front of you. So, the boy Jared. Obviously, I think everybody knows his story, but we'll talk about it. He was convicted of. Uh, Pedophilia. Uh-huh. Nasty. And it was a rat for them since then. I mean, you don't got to say. in jail, right? You don't got to say much more. I think he's currently in jail. Yeah. Hopefully they put him under the jail. I, I, I believe. Disgusting pig. I believe he's currently in jail. I think we should all be able to line up, swing off on ball till he gets fat again. <laughs> From all the Merry Fistmas. Fisty cuffs. Oh, he's serving 15 years Subway in jail. Subway eat fist. <laughs> 15 years in jail without parole. He needs more. To be a pedophile, he needs 1,500 years. Yeah, he just did a, he just did an article at the beginning of this year. I ain't reading that, John. That John says, Jared Fogle says, I, uh, I royally screwed up. What? <laughs> That's what I he, royally screwed up. That's what he said. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't. He's not rehabilitated. <laughs> he's he's giving uh, kid childish answers to his <laughs> pedophilic plight. I really screwed up. Uh, yeah, I screwed the pooch there. Uh, <laughs> I should never touch kids. And uh, sorry, boys. Like I had to throw him in there because that's. A, I feel like that's an automatic. Like everybody's gonna agree with that. Boys, scum of the earth, slime ball. I hear you, but somebody's stealing your burgers. <laughs> Pedophilia. <laughs> What's your number two, Dave? Who's more despicable? All right, coming in at number two for me. Mm-hmm. This is where we separate. Oh, I don't. Because I'm gonna so. truly give you some dumb mascots to close this out. I don't think so. Coming in at number two for me. For anybody who has seen, and everybody has, because I feel like these commercials are literally everywhere. Right. The Liberty Mutual commercials. Oh yeah, yeah, Liberty Bibbity. 
No, no, no. Not that one. That John Tough. That one's kind of funny. Right. The bull. But at number two, I'm going with the Limu Emu. <laughs> Limu Emu. And Doug. So you including Doug? No. So just the emu. Doug is it carries the, the, the commercials. Right. If it wasn't for Doug, we wouldn't get nothing. Coming in at number two for me is the Limu Emu, because it's a stupid emu that don't <laughs> talk or nothing. It just stands there. You know why that emu even exists? Why? Because Limu Emu is just a shortened kind of uh, play on Liberty Mutual. Liberty, L-I, Lee, Moo, Mutual, M-U. So Limu is just Liberty Mutual with the first two letters of each word. That's corny. That's that's act that's actually trash. That's actually so they were like, how can we make a mascot? Liberty Mutual. <laughs> Le, mu, limu, limu, emu. Somebody was fried. Yeah, Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> Somebody was cooked. <laughs> Somebody was somebody cooked. was smoking on that power flower power bum feet. <laughs> Gelato. Somebody was 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 fried. Limu emu. It's just a stupid emu that be sitting in a car with Doug. Doug be going around taking a a, a speed limit Johns of everybody. And what does the limu do or the emu? He just be making uh, emu noises. He just don't even make no noises. <laughs> just stand there with sunglasses on. <laughs> And a Liberty Mutual uh, uh, polo shirt. Remember when he was riding, when he was running on the uh, treadmill, John? No, I don't remember that. Because you don't be watching the, the emu don't move. <laughs> he just be standing in frame. <laughs> Stupidest mascot. I That's my that. number two. Dave, listen to me, bro. Limu emu might be might be stupid, but I I'm gonna separate here because I'm gonna go straight disgusting. Like, why would this even have a mascot? Coming in number two for me, bro. Digger, which is the mascot from the Lamisil commercials, which is the foot fungus commercials, <laughs> bro. Ah! The little yellow, um, the yellow little yellow monster that in the beginning of the commercial he would lift your toenail up, <laughs> sneak inside of your toe, you, and, and then lift, put the toenail back down, like that was his crib. <laughs> I've never seen I've never seen somebody Pop the trunk of their toe <laughs> Yo he would lift your toenail up And sneak inside of it And then they Lamisil would be like Rub Lamisil on your toes <laughs> Digger won't get inside of it Like it was just That was the whole point of it It was like a fear factor Like if you don't put this on your toes This little creature Is gonna get in there. This little vile creature Is gonna get inside your toenail Right And maybe it did its job Maybe, you know, you're like, yo, I don't want Digger in my toes. Let me buy the Lamisil to protect myself. But it's just the fact that that's disgusting. It makes me want to change the channel at that point when I see that nasty little yellow thing running around people's feet and all that. Right. And I, I'm going to be honest with you. I can't even say the what's his full name? Digger the what? Digger the Dermatophyte. Dermatophyte? Digger the Dermatophyte. I don't even know if that's a real word. <laughs> All my foot expert, all my podiatrists, hit us up. What yeah. is a dermatophyte? All our podiatrist controllers, <laughs> let us know if dermatophyte is a real thing. <laughs> I doubt it. I have my doubts. 
But Digger from the Lamisil commercials, they yeah, anything that's like meant to to uh, uh, humanize, Ugh. like a dis- like a disease or an infection, please don't. <laughs> please don't. Ugh. I'd rather you steal my burgers. <laughs> Actually, no, I would rather you not. That's my number two, Dave. That's All right, your number one, man. Rounding it out, coming in at number one for me. Okay, Dev, I'm gonna take us. On a trip down memory lane for my number one. Okay. This one is very outstanding in terms of its terribleness as okay. a mascot. So I'm going to play this commercial um, from back in the late 60s, Dev. I'm listening. TV wasn't even out that long. I'm listening. When this little dinger here in terms of brand mascots came to be. Okay. Hello, senor. I am the Frito Bandito. Oh, don't be afraid. I am not going to steal your Fritos corn chips. I buy them from you, okay? See, I give you silver. No silver? Okay, I give you gold. You don't like gold neither? Hey, maybe you like better some lead, huh? Citizens, protect yourselves. Never buy one bag of crunchy Fritos corn chips. Always buy two and hide one for you. Who knows? There may be a Frito Bandito in your house. I was racist. <laughs> First of all. Hello, senor. Listen to the music the in the bag. Bandito. Oh, don't be afraid. <laughs> I'm not going it's to. It's song. I'm hiding from you, okay? See, I give you silver. For everybody listening, because you can't see the video, I give you gold. The Frito Bandito, the Frito Bandito, was a mascot for Frito Lay chips from the '60s. (laughs) That was stereotypically based on, uh, like a Mexican conquistador type bull with a big sun hat. Right and two pistols like he was Wiley or, or what's his name Yosemite Sam right literally like Yosemite Sam, but Mexican. And he walked up to this guy in his backyard. The guy's eating Fritos and he's like, "Oh, you got Fritos?" He's like, "I'll trade you the silver for it." Oh, you don't like silver? Here's gold. Oh, you don't like gold? Through the voice. He was like, "How about some lead thing?" <laughs> and he holds two pistols to the to the camera. He was gonna kill this bull for some Fritos. <laughs> I like Adam Jones, Bandito. <laughs> and then the commercial goes on to say, Nandito, Bandito. <laughs> the gist is buy more than one bag of Fritos so that you could possibly trade one off with a Frito Bandito near you. So he don't rob you. <laughs> and then it said, who knows? There might be a Frito Bandito near you. And then in that same frame, a guy comes into the kitchen and grabs the other bag of Frito Lays, opens it up, and then a Mexican mustache grows on his face. <laughs> a pencil thin, John. <laughs> oh, you don't like gold? Oh, you don't like silver? Well, maybe you like lead. <laughs> oh, dale. So they basically chose a pinche mayata as their <laughs> mascot and just made it the most stereotypical Mexican Conquistador table. That's drawling. That's truly terrible. That's truly drawling. It's disrespectful. It's insensitive. At least he's not stealing hamburgers. I mean, (laughs) 
if you a hamburger bandito or a Frito bandito. Yo, how did they even survive that? I mean, it was way different back in the yeah, 60s. Yeah, yeah, for sure. People were still marching for their civil rights. <laughs> for sure. So, uh, I guess it's not shocking in that way, but that's terrible. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And not to mention, it was two guns pointed at the screen. Yeah. I don't think that was very friendly to kids. Literally, a bull was going to Advertising has come a long way. It's scary. The, back in the day, it was scary. And getting into my number one, I think it's the same thing with me. Because coming in at number one, Dave, mm-hmm. the Mucinex Boogie. <laughs> <laughs> I just hit a nigga in the head with a ooga boogie. Listen, y'all, everybody knows what I'm talking about. The Mucinex commercials where the boogie was having a party in your nose or something, and mm-hmm. he invited all his friends over, and they were doing the cha-cha inside of your, your nasal. <laughs> it was like, they have pinatas hanging from your nose hairs. <laughs> and it was just a boogie hanging out in your body. And he would travel to different parts of your body and just be a boogie with arms and legs. That's all it was, and a top hat. It was a boogie with a top hat. A boogie with a top hat. <laughs> A boogie with a hoodie. <laughs> that's what it was. That's literally all it was, and that's that's nasty. I don't get it. And they did a they did a a a, a poll, and that was voted the least likable mascot ever. The Mucinex boogie. The Mucinex boogie. A boogie with a boogie. <laughs> I'm the Mucinex boogie. <laughs> whatever his whatever his catchphrase was. <laughs> That boogie was in your nose like <laughs> That's I, I, don't, I couldn't think of anything worse than that A boogie That's your mascot A whole boogie A boogie <laughs> Like Yo you trying to sell a product And you selling boogies out here to people <laughs> That's my number one, man. I, there's no worse mascot than the Mucinex Boogie Monster. <laughs> but I feel like I got to say about that one, Dev, as your number one, I feel like in a way the ridiculousness and terribleness of the mascot might have driven more people to go buy Mucinex. No. Because it's like it got to get rid of that nasty, ugly boogie that be dancing in my nose. <laughs> no. I just think it turned people Subconsciously, away. Subconsciously, like, maybe. I think it's turned people away like, yo, like it's just... There was a point in time when you when you congest it, it feels like there's a boogie in your nose. Like ah, da, 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 da. <laughs> no, listen. Subconsciously, there was a time, and you know this. It, it happens sometimes today, where people will make the worst mascot ever. We missed one, and let's talk about it real quick. Let's put this as a as a as a one that we missed. The general, right? The general was this corny computer animated general, John. It was like people every time after the judge shows, like Judge Joe Brown's Judge Judy would come on, he'd be like in the middle of it, and it'll be this for great car services made online, and he'll have a penguin next to him, and it'll just be like, what the heck is going on? But that was the thing; it was so bad. Nah, but the general has Shaq. Yeah, but that was afterwards. That was after he first came out because that's what it was. It was so bad, and it was such a. Crappy, it was like ironically bad. Yeah, it was like so bad that it made you curious about it. So a lot of these mascots, I feel like were so bad that they made you want to go and try out or see like what this was all about Mm because it was just so funny you looked it up and it piqued your interest so I feel like the Mucinex boogie I like when something piqued my interest (laughs) anybody ever piqued in your interest dude what are you doing to me right now (laughs) 
the Mucinex boogie, you know, the hamburger, like all them things were just so bad that they piqued people's interest and people went to the stores and went to go buy them. So this is just like for me is this I had to give the worst disgusting mascots that I could think possible. All I got to say after this top five is don't burgle my ham. <laughs> hey, yo, what? Don't burgle my ham. <laughs> Ooh, 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 ooh. Why you gotta sing it? Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> Let the track do it itself. Hey, yo. <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, has been episode 65's top five here on the Cruise Control. As we do at the end of every episode, you can follow us on Instagram. I'm DevFood, D-E-V-P-H-O-O, or follow Dave, Dave Cruz 267 or my new Instagram at Hamburglers, <laughs> Arch Nemesis. Burgle my ham. <laughs> at Don't Burgle My Ham. Follow me. Or follow the Cruise Control page on Instagram, Cruise underscore, underscore Control Pod. If you don't have an Instagram, follow us on Facebook, Dev Cruz, Dave Cruz, or follow the Cruise Control fan page on Facebook. Dave. Shout out to all our listeners in a menstrual institution. <laughs> Shout out to all the bad vegans, all the good vegans. Right. Shout out to anybody with a black tongue. <laughs> black hole tongues. If you lick tar, stand up. Which one we playing? What we leaving off on, Dave? Come today? on, Dev. What we leaving off on? I don't even know. I think we can restart this one right here. That's what you want to do? Yeah. Oh, my God. We ending it like this. Everybody meet us at Six Flags right now. There's, there's 10 creepy old men breakdancing. Get in the line. It might be just you two in the line. You didn't remember when this song came out? I don't remember that this song had lyrics to it. Yeah, this was a whole song. Wasn't it the, the group like Venga Bus or whatever? Uh, I vaguely remember it. I feel like this came out around the same time when like um the Barbie John came out. The Venga Bus, that's the name of the song. Click on the Venga Boys. Click on their discography. Play boom, look, play that, play boom, boom, boom. What is this? Yeah, this is the Venga Boys, dude. So it was two boys and two Johns? Remember this, John? Boom, 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 boom. I want you in my room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah. Mm, it's easy, you are. 
They came out with three albums? This has been the Cruise Control, y'all. I gotta go wind down. We out. <laughs>